Mustache? No. Sideburns? No. Goatee? Maybe. Beard? Beard! Here we are, 
It's uh, Beard Talk Live, everybody. The uncensored, internet-only broadcast. That makes it better. Well, okay, but there also shouldn't be a restriction, right? We get to say all the bad words here on this particular show because we're not broadcasting over the air. We're broadcasting over wires, right? That's it's legally a big difference. The, the, big difference. I mean, there shouldn't be any restriction, right? Free speech should be free speech, and I should be able to have uh, you know, a radio show or broadcast of some sort where I can say every word that has ever existed, right, without any repercussion, right? No, no violent agency should come after me because, you know, I said a bad word. Uh, that reality doesn't exist today, and is part of the reason why this show does. Um, They're like, fuck, fuck the che- FCC. Oh, okay. I thought we were like, cheers, and everyone grabbed a, a no, I, on that. It's mm. the uh, collective cottonmouth kicking in. Oh. No, that's how he's uh, trying to say, I, I I need to take a drink. You I'm talk. Like, yeah, you, you speak for a minute. Um, okay. If you are watching live, you'll notice that there are now three beards once again. We've we've been made, well, I don't know if whole is the right word, but, you know, there are three beards here now. We're extra bearded. There's, I mean, like we claim to be the most bearded Liberty show online. And now we finally are. Well, I think we were before and then maybe we kind of weren't for a minute because we didn't, we only had two beards, but now right. with three beards, I feel like, you know, the the beard is full. Once again, it's not just a goatee with sideburns like like I got. Cheater. <laughs> I, yeah, but you know I don't have to, right? This well, beard could sure be giant did. and wide and, you know, yeah. I'm pretty sure we discovered that the essence of the beard is the chin. Anything well, else? I mean, you could even call it sideburns and it be this, like, mustache that connects your two sideburns. Yeah. That still counts as sideburns and is not a beard. I sent Captain, like, a whole infographic on all the different beard types like we used it on this show okay yeah so there's there's a reference panel we used an infographic on a podcast like because that's the kind of professionals we are like it's a video podcast you can watch it like i don't spill food all over the place i don't like the circumstances which brought this brought this change about off, bonnie i'm i'm bribing the dog to like me Oh, okay. But I am happy that the circumstance that that we were brought together at least, right? Uh, I I think that if there was going to be a third beard out of all the hosts that exist currently, I think Richie Rich, you know, is the logical choice for. It's a third the most beard. magnificent beard of the bearded hosts that are left. <laughs> and also, like, how many other yeah. hosts of ours are really bearded? Forsooth, right? you have an enviable beard. Thank like, you. Like, and yes. So to top it all off, you know, his, his I just beard is swell. It. I just trimmed it in the last couple of days. Well, too. yeah, you knew you had your big debut tonight. I right? know. And I was like, I got to get rid of these split ends, and <laughs> you know, I got to make it look more full. Oh my god! Thank you for being here, Rich. Rich, no problem. Um, and for joining us on Saturday Free Talk Live as well. Enjoying the scorpion lollipop, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Hathaway left those behind. Uh, and I, I was like, I'm not going to eat that. But there you are, munching away. Apparently, he only left two. Like, oh, you get yeah. your choice of two. Yeah. And like, no one else has had one, apparently. You look like you might be to the center of this scorpion pop. Oh, I've, I've How been... many licks did it take? Uh, I got I got to one of the claws fairly quickly because it was in the upper corner of the, of the lollipop. All right. But I've been, if you, know, you can see that on the camera there. I've been like with on the scorpion for quite some time now. Okay. It didn't take long to get 
to the scorpion. All right. All right. And if I had to describe it like it doesn't really have a taste, it's just it's like getting popcorn stuck in your teeth. Mm, and I hate that. But it tastes it but it tastes better than the paper stick that it's attached to. So given the choice between like more stick or, or scorpion, more scorpion, you're going scorpion. I'm going scorpion. Okay. Uh, but again, it's just it's the burnt popcorn that's stuck in teeth. It doesn't really, I you know, I couldn't describe what scorpion tastes like. I hit the lollipop flavor and then scrap shit in my teeth now. I just keep having since those were brought and and have been sitting there and nobody has taken them and or eaten them. Uh, I've every time I see them or I think about them, I have songs from the the, the rock band Scorpions. Okay, uh, run through my head. So uh, that's that's horrible. It's like earworm stuff. Right? I told Bonnie if that one remains, for I, a I full like the Scorpions week, and some of their songs are great, but like I don't like like sort of uh, you know uh, it popping into my head randomly. Right? So if, you have Scorpion claws stuck in your teeth right now. Uh, no, it's. I mean, it's like the popcorn kernels that get stuck, and you like you pick it out. Scorpion claws? Is that like the Santa for so the scorpions? It, so the scorpion attacked you from beyond the grave sure, for desecrating yeah. its corpse. Sure. Nice. But if the, if the apple flavored one I'm remains there for another week, suckers. I'm probably going to be the one to consume that one as well. Okay. No one else is going to apparently. And I texted my mom. I texted my dad. I said, "Look, I'm eating a scorpion." And both of them <laughs> said, "Why? Why would you <laughs> do that?" That's what I said. Tell me why. As, because I'm not a pussy. And that's, that's what it comes down to. They go like, eat the scorpion lollipop. That's my answer. And well, they didn't even say that. They said, would, would you like to enjoy the scorpion lollipop? Or well, our friend yeah. from Arizona brought him like, Yeah. There's an infinite number of things that you can do because you're not a pussy. And this is one of them. Uh, one of the crazes that took off in uh, Russia, uh, they were, of course, putting it on YouTube of like, you know, just walking across girders that are like, you know, 50 stories up. Because in Russia, we have a saying, don't be a pussy. Yes. It's a, it's a very good saying. <laughs> Soviet As well Russia. In Soviet <laughs> Russia, pussy eat you. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that a thing recently, too? Like, that Soviet in Soviet Russia joke. You could almost do anything with it, right? But, you know, you're drinking wine. In Soviet Russia, wine drink you. Right? That kind of thing. Why was that even a thing? I don't understand. Communism. Oh, uh, uh, what was his name? There was a, a stand-up comedian. That was his. That was his uh, thing. His shtick. bit. His his catchphrase. Mm-hmm. Is he a his Russian slogan? comedian? Hmm? Was he a Russian comedian? Well, it, it, he at least played a Russian character. I c- couldn't tell you if he was actually Russian or not, but that was his whole thing. Was in Soviet Russia, television watch you. Right in Soviet Russia, a comedian laugh at you. Right, you can do it with like anything. In Soviet Russia, scorpion pop eats you. There you go. Well, no, there's there's a reason that could happen under a Soviet economy. If your quotas are based on the weight of scorpion that you are uh, getting into your lollipops. Oh, look at that! Like the tail is dangling off there now. There you go. I I received some information that. Um, Odyssey might not be playing us very well. Fucking Odyssey. Well, they were doing that we on Free do Talk We do appear too. to be on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Free Talk Live. Uh, and I'm just checking that out oh, right now. Oh, on the tail now. Yummy. Mm. Yep. So, as you can imagine, uh, with Ian gone, uh, there have been 
you know, some technicalities, if you will, particularly when we tried to do a show Monday night right after the that was hilarious sentencing. <laughs> yeah, if you in expect that, you're like, oh yeah, you could tell. Not, I mean, we're all frazzled. We're all like basically in shock because yeah. they took in away in handcuffs. We're like, oh, fuck, what do we do now? I was watching that show on Odyssey. And I was like, man, Ian has this thing on such a lockdown. Like, you not even go, you can't even hack your way to get a live show on. Right. And he's still controlling it from behind bars. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious but, in a good way. There, there's like, a reason the why we refer to him as wizard number one, right? You know, uh, he he built this thing. He knows it in and out. Um, Ian the White. And, uh, you know, I don't know if he has a photographic memory, but, like, he's looked at all this stuff enough times that if I go... Hey, you know that uh, third window from the top down in this one interface that's got the little green light that's sometimes on, but not always. But I usually don't worry about it, but I haven't seen it in a while. He'd be like, oh, no, you got to go check this, that, and the other. And he'll tell me exactly where to go without seeing it. He doesn't have to be here in my presence to, like, guide me to the right clicks to get to wherever it is I'm supposed that is to good go. That's a tech support. You just visualize what Yeah, I'm, so, like, he has to be visualizing it in his head as he describes it to me. I'm certain because he's had to do it a bazillion times himself, right? Yeah. Uh, this isn't new to him. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah it's this old thing. I 20 plus years, right. even if he didn't have a photographic memory, you kind of just. Right. You would just know it. this stuff. Yeah. And so, and that's where he's at. And I'm just like, thank you for, for, for having all of that. So uh, I want to back up a minute, though, because, oh. uh, well, we also failed here today at doing the preamble. Mm. Uh, one of us said it. Uh, not all three of us. I'd like to give us a, a chance at redemption here for the preamble. All right. Fuck, Fuck the FCC. FCC. That's right. Uh, I would also like to just say for the record and have it out there in the internet. Fuck the FBI. Oh, yeah. Fuck the FBI. Fuck the FBI. Yeah. And the horse they rode in on. Yeah. Well, donkey. Okay. Bunch of jackasses. Well, and I mean, I mean whole- to be fair, like uh, there's not a lot of the behind the curtain shit that I can see, but the FBI is definitely on Team Blue. Okay. In that particular level of the mafia war, they seem to be. You're correct. Yeah. But they, it's the FBI is really good at like causing problems and then pretending to be the solution. That is what they've decided their job. That, that's is. kind of government modus operandi, right? That is yeah. that is the the precise behavior that that model rewards. Yeah. If you can make sure that the people know that there's a problem here, yeah, but, and then solve it, but it's still there. Right. Domestic terrorists, right? The kidnapping of the Michigan governor. How come they're not after feral terrorists? Not domesticated. Oh, sorry. My okay. bad. Yeah. <laughs> Although terrorists should be domesticated. Yeah. Well, you want to put like a smock on them, make them do dishes, right? like a 1920s kitchen? You know, I was supposed to be on one of those planes on 9-11. But the better story is how I met Osama. What? Never mind. What are you talking about? Just try to see if it would land. Heard the joke somewhere else. I was like, this sounds familiar. Okay. Like, I haven't. Oh, that's the joke. That's the bit. Oh. Who is that a comedian? Yes. It's not Stan Hope. No. Bill Burr? Nope. It sounds a little hoity for Burr. Okay. Um I don't know. All right. I give up. Jimmy Carr? Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh Richie Rich. I don't think I've said your name. The one and only. Is uh here tonight. Who are you? 
Bigless Mountaineer. And so, I am well, the Reverend Captain Kickass. As long as this is Beard Talk Live, yes. right, I can say that it is Richie motherfucking Rich. There the we one go. and motherfucking only. Can't do that on the other show. All right, but I'm not allowing that as an appendant title. It's not a title. Okay, it's, just know, checking. Yeah. Just checking. You see what I'm working with. It's a nickname. Even yeah. you don't remember how many titles you have. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know the number, but I can say them all. I don't think you can. I think sure you I forget one. Uh, the authentic Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will. See, I don't know. Pretty sure that's it. Are and, you sure? Yeah. Or pretty sure? Pert. That's a little more than pretty. So I did this as a one-shot deal on Free Talk Live and vowed never to do it again. But but I created my own title in line with the captain's title. All right. And so I am the original Duke Bishop coach, Richie Rich, birdshot GQ, as it were. (laughs) That's pretty good. That's pretty fucking good. All right, uh, let's do this. Uh, So there's my extended title. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this? Oh, am I talking to the fur-lipped community? Um, the furless? What do you say? Fur-lipped community. Oh, yes. Uh, well, seems to be the case. Well, we we already went through. Well, hold on. It 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 actually doesn't matter how much fur you got on your lip. It's how much you got on your chin. Is it fur or hair? Because well, they make my, a distinction that, that, with that, other animals. That's kind of my whole yeah, point know. of the beard. I don't consider like a goatee a beard. Oh, it is. Oh, it no, is. Dude, oh. I have a giant goatee, and it is a beard. Like, But it's also a goatee. I know, Captain. You, 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 you have extended your jawbone tremendously. Uh, I am not one of the I actually have chin so like if I ever shave this off I don't it's not that tucked under you know no you know sort of dot of a chin haven't got no I actually have chin if you have two chins does that mean you have two beards is that another way to be a double bearded bastard fucking double bearded fucking son of a bitch let's go to our double bearded bastard and see what he has to say well I don't know I got just a pretty much full muzzle like a schnauzer I keep my jawbone shaved and under my neck shaved and major pain, the schnauzer. Yeah, well, well, yeah, very German of you. So here's we're, a question: At what point exactly does it stop we're being a beard? Already. Like, is that clavicle territory? Because a neck beard is a thing. Yeah, and is a neck beard a beard? I mean, it's got the word beard in it. So okay, you know. So does that stop at the clavicle? Like. To become chest Where hair? does the neck end? What about bearded clam? So where does the beard I don't know. end? I, I think it has to at least start at one lip. Right? No, no. So bearded so clam? can have beards. Yeah, so bearded clam Okay, okay, oh, okay, hold on, hold on. So are you going to sit there and tell me that the Amish don't have beards? That's what I thought. Yeah. Oh, shut him down. Either that or he dropped off the line, Major. No, I'm I'm here. I'm just thinking about what you. I know saying. it's it's amazing to see him speechless. Did you? Yeah, I was like, did you stop Major Payne in his tracks? I did. It's pretty. I good. did. Are you? Are He's you not going to sit there and the call the Amish unbearded. Right, the Amish shave their jaw bones and let it grow down down yonder. Is that a I'm question? Not, I'm not that familiar with the Amish I, beard practice. Seriously? Okay. So, I'm not Amish, so, so I can't answer that. Explicitly, they avoid the mustache because the mustache in the the old world 
uh, is the sign of uh, masculine virility and uh, it makes you the, the warrior class. Okay. So like all of the generals, uh, the kings, they would all have these big, super amazing mustaches. So these Christians who are pursuing peace are like, yeah, that game is the one that we're not playing. So we're going to grow everything but those mustaches. Would you rather have a cop mustache or a porn star mustache? A, a what one or a porn star? A cop mustache. Oh, what's the difference? Are you kidding me? Like, I mean, there's plenty of cops in porn, or, you know, guys dressed as cops in porns that have the porn stash and plenty of dudes in porn that, you know, aren't dressed as cops but have the porn stash, but they could be interchangeable. I mean, could they? Yeah. There's there's a def, there's a definitive show of power. What's the, with the what's, cop mustache? What's the difference in the shape? Because like I know the Hitler mustache is like no one ever do, is going to do that one again. Basically, right? If you Maybe. run into somebody with that mustache, you're like, oh fuck, what's with this guy? Right? I mean, I did it for a little bit, but in combination with a really thin goatee. Uh, yeah, okay. Right. Well, I don't know that the little pencil line mustache. It's just kind of like putting an eyebrow on your lip. I mean, get real. Yeah, the one that looks drawn on. Yeah, I don't like that one at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, if 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 you really want to go stash and no beard, big handlebars, waxing the ends. I mean, I can understand why Peakless has two braids because your jawbone on each side, the hair grows longer, faster. It doesn't keep quite keep counting in the middle. Well, that and we've established that indeed he is a double bearded bastard. Or a fucking well, double-bearded fucking son of a bitch. For what it's worth, my parents were married, but yeah. Is that what each braid represents? Hmm? No. Is that what each... Oh. No. Mom and oh, dad. As far as touching no. at your cohorts... No. I, I really do wish I could pull off the, the like, movie-level dwarf beard with just, like, a full beard like yours and also, like, five braids just hanging out and then one in each of your mustaches. Man, I seen a meme uh, recently. It was uh, uh, like a Renaissance fair kind of a thing, and it was this guy holding a thing that kind of maybe could have passed for a bong. It's one of these your childhood ruined things mm -hmm. where it looks like it's the cover of like a childhood book or whatever, and it's just like getting outrageously baked at the Renaissance fair. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, double bearded bastard needs to hear about this one. Mm. Yes, yes, we did. I do keep mustache wax in my bag. Dookie? Dookie. Do keep. Yep. Oh, do keep. Yep. Right, so I was like, you dookied mustache wax in your Right next to my cool bag? water cologne. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Major, we haven't let you really talk. Go ahead. Well, it, it saddens me that Richie couldn't get his beer-threatened gizmo to work. I'm my sure he would have enjoyed playing with it. The what? The beer threading gizmo? You're trying to oh, thread yeah. your beard? Oh, yeah. You were talking about your beer beads tonight. You couldn't get yeah, your hair to it was, it, was, it, was, it was a beard threader, and like I got really cool skull-looking beads, you know? But I couldn't get like more than three strands of hair through the bead, and any of the bigger beads was like way too big to be dangling from my face, and I would still need the, the threader itself was too thick to get anything through, so just, it was goofy. But I have a I have a whole container of like a thousand beard rubber bands that I rarely ever use, and every time I need one, uh, I have to buy a whole new case of it because I forgot that I had it. <laughs> or and you're like, damn it! I already had some of those. 
Every time. Yeah. Uh, all right. It's like my old printer. I used to print so infrequently that every time I needed to print a document, I have to buy new ink. Ooh. And then I just started stealing it from work. Weird. <laughs> um, I have. Oh, Captain, you, yeah, you were ahead. talking just just about the time the last show ended about the mosquitoes and how they seem to pick on you. Fucking eh. <laughs> And, 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 you know, irregardless of other folks around you. And I the only thing I can compare that with is I remember when I was a kid going camping with my old man. They always seemed to bang me more than him. And then when my son grew up and he started to come trout fishing and hunting with us and whatnot, they'd bang him more than they would us. It's the old and, spice, uh, isn't it? The mosquitoes or the camp counselors? Yeah, well, one Major time when we went phrasing. Camping, there was a spot that was real hard to get to, and there was only like three, four good sites along the river there. So we ended up having to camp? take a real poor spot. There wasn't no damn shade or whatever. And I had my daughter with us. <clears throat> and it was black fly season. Yeah. And there wasn't no shade, and there wasn't no mercy. And she pretty much just gave up on swatting them. And they was eating her to death. My, my, my son was you know a couple years older. So he was kind of like beating the flies off of her. But by the time me and grandpa got back with the truck, oh man, she looked like, uh, I don't know, a measles poster or worse. It was horrible. Uh-huh. Next time you got to take a token black, Ethiopian. Black flies are tenacious. And them horse flies are tenacious too. If they get a whiff of you and they get after you, you're either going to kill them or they're going to get fed. Yeah, I got bit by a horse fly when I was a kid somewhere in, you know, I don't know, the northern woods of Wisconsin. And uh, it was worse than a bee sting. Wow. Yeah. Uh, now, maybe it's just where it, I got bit uh, by the horse fly on the back of the ankle. Okay. Right? Uh, and so maybe it's just a more sensitive area, whereas I've been stung by bees in numerous places, but none of, like, the arm or whatever, right? None of them is quite that sensitive. I have a healthy fear of bees, so I take off running. Bad too. Oh, I, I, Your flies are real bad, I can too. stand, you know, 10 feet away from a large adult black bear uh, but, uh, you know, if you get me near a bee, I'm going to like, ah, like a schoolgirl. Ah, bee, ah. So I think the insect world is kind of like a literal hell. Like if you actually think about how these fuckers are designed. So, okay. So that tiny little thing caused that much damage to a thing your size. Right. Now imagine what it's like in its world where <laughs> that means like it. you just lost a leg motherfucker <laughs> or, or like uh, dude, did you see Bob? He took out the giant, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's some community of these flies hanging right. around. And then they catch them and shove them into lollipops. That's true. It's like the worst of evils. <laughs> yeah, for, for those of you not in the know, somebody brought over scorpion pops. And uh, Richie Rich is enjoying one of them. He's at least consuming one. I'm consuming. Like and I said. Like doesn't I said. seem to have caused him any consternation yet. It's just, again, it's just popcorn kernels stuck in your teeth. That's it. That's the whole flavor profile of whatever it is. Tasted like a strawberry lollipop with popcorn kernels to get stuck in my teeth. And I got to say, that's like, uh, well, I had victory, but, you know, it was declawed. Whatever. If they had, if they handed me one that, like, seemed, it had a UPC code on it, right? It, like, seemed like it was made in a normal candy factory. Yeah. There's no reason for me to believe that it was harmful. And so if they put one in there that had a claw and or the stinger, I would assume it passed it some rigor. Right? Mm. This is not the first time they've ever done this, and I probably would have eaten that one too. But I have completed it. 
as so shown to, well, his camera anyway. Uh, we've witnessed it. I'll, I'll attest. Right. Yeah. Appreciate it. Did it take more than three uh, licks to get to the center? Yes. yes, more than three licks, everyone, to get to the center of a scorpion pot. It does. Pot. It does. Uh, Peakless. I have done the Tootsie Pop one, though. That took me 1,024 licks. Did we, you do it more we than one camping. time? Or just, just the one time you counted? Yeah. Okay, so you didn't do it like twice and they both were the same? No, I did not. You, know, okay. this is, this you didn't is do like a verification? One, this is one data point. All right. It took me 1,024 licks to get to like the Tootsie Roll Center. I, I want to talk about something peakless with you in mind specifically uh, that I saw on Zero Hedge. And this is from, what fucking day is this from? I don't even know. September. No, this is from a couple of days ago. I thought it was going to be granny porn for a second. Uh, but they quote uh, another uh, tweet of theirs. So uh, the U.S. added, checks notes, $275 billion in debt in a one day, one day, the total U.S. debt is now $33.442 trillion. It hit $33 trillion just two weeks ago and is on pace to rise by $1 trillion in one month. What the fuck is going on? They, of course, abbreviated with WTF. Okay. So now we go to a financial expert, Peakless. Actually, I'm going to step back into my... Uh Conspiracy theory expert. Step back, back. Roll. All right. And remind you that last time I was on this program, I said, okay, tinfoil hat. They just hit $33 trillion. With a T, everybody. And it might be about time that the, uh, specifically the Scottish Rite of the Freemasonry, is going to say, hey, guys, we're here in the financial world. Uh, a gang tag in their world. Okay. This is it. So, okay. I Okay, I'm going to set aside my tinfoil hat for a second. I have trouble uh, contemplating, like, just wrapping my head around $33 trillion. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Like a, not yeah. a shame to admit it. Yeah. There are a lot of calculators that agree with you. And so in my mind, <laughs> right. that number has become meaningless in any <laughs> sense of the matter. 33 trillion, 34 trillion, 40 trillion, 50 trillion. What difference does it fucking make? Now, for me, uh, the reason I pay attention to it is to see the rate. Okay. Right? The, the rate at which it's, it, you know, the dollar is losing value, really, is what I'm getting okay. at here. Like, that's why it's important to me to monitor, uh, you know, what they're, you know, creating out of thin air and spending and how they're taxing the rest of us for basically just the interest on it. Uh, and all of that kind of but thing. They, not, they don't even need to do that. Well, I, I want to pay attention to the rate so that I know, you know, uh, as you say, is this it? Mm. And by it, I mean the collapse of the dollar, right? It's an, an eventuality. I believe it's going to happen. Well, and the thing How is, is they're it not declared dead already. Go ahead. Mm. Right. They're always sending. Uh, it, it's a it's a field called steganography, right? Where you put a message where everyone can see it, but only the people who know the code can figure it out. Okay. It's also the way that gang tags work. Like, okay. they're really hard to read, but if you know it, you know it. Okay, so while you're putting your conspiracy theory hat back on, what's what's the interpretation of the gang tag as far as the Scottish, Scottish Freemasonry? Okay, so 33 is their whole deal. Okay. It's how they distinguish themselves from the old guard, which is the Royal Archmasons. So why was $33 billion not the trigger point? 
Why was thirty? Uh, yeah, why wasn't it thirty billion? Or why was no, no. thirty-three billion? If it's thir- no, well, it's, now it's thirty-three trillion. Trillion. Right? Oh, why, yeah, did, right. why, why did we not have this conversation when it was thirty-three billion or thirty-three million? I understand at the time. Right. Maybe they did. Oh, and and what and what was what, what was the result of that? Like tangibly. Okay. What what changed that we go like? Oh my God, the fucking Freemasons are here. So that's the thing. This is actually them uh, flexing against each other. Okay. So now we have to wait until an important 13 for the old guard to flex at the uh, new and vibrant young. They've only been around for two centuries. Okay. Uh, well, it's not going to be 13 trillion, right? Because they got to like pay off 20 trillion in the debt. No, it's going to be a completely different one. Okay. But that's how they tag them. All right. They have their assigned uh, numbers. All right. I mean... I hear what you're saying, and considering the debt just continuously goes up, Mm. right, it's going to pass through every number at some point eventually. Yep. So, like, the thing is, you you figure out that there's, like, a cabal. All right. Whatever you want to call it. Sure. Uh, League of supervillains, if you will. The Bilderberg Group. Yeah. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Injustice. Right. Right. Once you see that that's fucking there. You figure out, oh, wait, there's factions, like any other human endeavor. Okay. Hell, like like an animal endeavor. Yeah, you have factions, and they're all kind of at each other's throats all of the time. Okay. Again, so, I'm, st- I'm trying to, like, boil this down to what so, does that mean to me? So, for example... Uh, Oh, you mean like what it means to you? Well, is, okay, so uh, like 33... How much are they going to pump into the system and when? And and again, they've pumped so much, right? And the, the number is so unfathomable to the vast majority of people yep. that it is inherently meaningless to the average man. Yeah, there's nothing right. that will stop that number from growing. The meaning to the average man is where do you put your demands for salary and how does that compare to what you're paying at the grocery store? Well, the, the the demand for depending on where you are, the demand for salary is as high as you can get, right? Like I I will occasionally ask for a raise, mm-hmm. right? I, I'm rarely granted this thing, and part of it's because I'm lazy and won't go look elsewhere. But I know for certain, right, that if I quit my job, mm-hmm. they will not be able to replace me at the rate they were currently paying me. Because no one coming up on the market will take that job for what I'm taking it for. Right, right. right? That, that moment has passed. Right. right? So I'm, I'm theoretically, right, or my position is theoretically valued a lot more, and they're getting me at a discount. Right. And that's always going to be the case. Like, I'll jump ship, I'll go somewhere else, the economy starts to tank, and pretty soon, like, the replacement value is not there anymore either. Mm. So if you're demanding a salary, the only thing you have to be clear on is, like, I'm willing to walk off of this job, right, in seeking a higher wage elsewhere. So for something specific like that, uh, you actually want to look at the other, uh, they just released the jobs numbers. Okay. Now, they look great. Yeah, you're, the, like, you're getting they, job numbers. They look numbers. just wonderful. But if you actually look into them, you find out that, like, full-time jobs are tanking, uh, Lots and lots of new part-time jobs, and the most important one is that while the number of of uh, you know market jobs has gone way down, the number of government jobs yeah. has gone up way more than it's gone yeah, down, and say, that's why they look so great. I was going to say, did you notice the the biggest sector of growth in jobs? 
government yeah. by a large margin. Yeah. Like, so you probably yeah. want to stay right where you're at because while it looks like we're still in the or like, get a government job, yeah. Yeah. While it looks like we're still in the no one wants to work after COVID, uh, we're we're actually kind of not. No, but I mean, I can go out. I can go out on Indeed or ZipRecruiter or whatever, yeah. and find similar jobs that pay more. Right. I also know because I'm part of like the recruiting efforts at my current company. Yeah. Right. That they're trying to fill positions and have been unsuccessful in doing so, mm-hmm. and they won't move the wage. And I go, you got to move the wage. Mm. If un- unemployment in New Hampshire is like 2% or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Right. So we're no longer compete. We're no longer have the advantage as an organization to be selective with whom we hire. Yep. Right. Mm. We have to, we have to be in, inco- it's incumbent upon us to go recruit and steal away talent from other organizations by offering them something better than what they currently have. Yep. And if the economy continues to tank and you've got the money to do it as an organization, right? You got to raise your wages to recruit this good talent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I stay generally is because I'm lazy and I don't like fucking getting going to interviews and I go like do I have to shave the beard before I go to the interview? No, fuck it. I don't really want to shave the beard, so I'm just going to see if they'll hire me with the beard. Right, yeah. I'll slick it. I'll oil it, whatever. We'll just see what happens. I'm pretty sure that it counts as a positive in a tech job. I'm not a tech guy. Oh, what are you in? Uh, marketing at this point. Uh, I'm trying to think of a name. Yeah, they might want you in uh, board rooms to no, give presentations. I'm, yeah, I could do, I'm capable of that stuff. Yeah. yeah right, but some jobs are unsuccessful at attaining those positions. It is weird that there is sort of a beard discrimination of sorts oh, so in the world. Oh, so here's what's fucked up about that. The corporate world allows beards for the very highest. <laughs> mm. Well, you can see CEOs with a little bit of beard, and, it? and it's wow. white. Major still It'll on the line. It'll be a with little bit of beard, and it's a white beard. And that's how you know that's the top motherfucker here. Let's, let's let Major say something. <laughs> Other than flemming up in the microphone. <laughs> Well, you guys keep me up. Never mind. I'll, I will not get into discourse of crudity. <laughs> what is this show for if not a discorded crudity? It's pronounced well, crudity. You got you guys want to comment? You, yeah, you're talking about the CEOs being able to grow a muzzle and whatnot, and that's the privilege of being a silverback. You know? Yeah. The, the old dog gets to not shave in the morning if he wants to. But it's it, but but at this point, at least here in New Hampshire, right, with unemployment as low as it is, there is there is a higher ability for those at the lower levels to be more demanding and get more for themselves, because we have to we the lower you know underlings have to be recruited away from our positions in order to move, and you you got to accommodate that. Otherwise, that's why there. That's why there's sign-on bonuses at fucking McDonald's and Dunkin' Donuts. Jesus Christ, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like uh, they can't get the lower pe- the lower echelon people to flip burgers and fill coffee. One of my former drummers, uh, I guess ex-girlfriend now, uh, was a recruiter, and uh, she always said uh, the best talent pool to choose from for any employer are those people whom are already employed. Yeah. So the people who are able to work a job, and then if you decide there might be something better for you, look for another job while maintaining that job, have a leg up on everyone else. Yeah, and that's why I have headhunters. Right. Right, like, hey, you've been at your company for 20 years. Why don't you come see what we got to offer? What's that, Major? 
it's hard to judge somebody if they don't have a track record. Mm. Yeah. Well, you can be unemployed with a track record. Uh, something I did want to say about the just two hundred and seventy-five million, or sorry, yeah, billion dollars. I'm sorry, incomprehensible amount of money that they've just suddenly, yeah, a quarter trillion dollars that they just popped into the market in one day. Two hundred seventy-five billion dollars in one day. Oh, sorry, more than a quarter trillion, uh, according to the Post from Zero Hedge. The U.S. added checks notes. $275 billion in debt in uh, one day. So what happened is there's a credit crunch. So there's a whole bunch of uh, money that they have been set aside from the massive money dispersal during COVID yeah. that they are now opening the floodgates on to try and stem the uh, credit crunch. Okay. And if they timed it right and they did it just right, then they never have to admit that it happened. If, on the other hand, all that commercial real estate that they're like uh, propping up with the backhand of the government actually starts failing too fast for them to uh, prop up, we're going to see some fireworks. I saw some other numbers I'm trying to recall. It was something like uh, uh, back when, you know, uh, 2008. Right, the you know the, the big, last collapse, the last collapse, or at least the closest we've been to it previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, that like uh, uh, w- the debt was way smaller than it is now, but even that led to what was it like fourteen percent on like home loans, mm-hmm. right? And like, but like the condition the economy's in now with this much debt and you know loan rates going up, that like it's never it's it's historic. Uh, And could be, I mean, in theory, all of this should be catastrophic at some point. Yeah, I mean, so here's the thing. There's a war between factions. Uh, One of the the biggest distinction really is uh, fascists versus communists. Okay. So uh, the Federal Reserve is a fascist institution. The World Economic Forum is a communist institution. Okay. And they're arguing over who gets to run the world, which comes down to who has the money. Like who gets to decide what counts as money so they're collapsing each other's institutions in this little shadow war to see who actually uh did their investments correctly so in in my little small world right my only goal in your small world you should get your money out of the fucking bank because a random bank is about to fall okay I mean that's what because I'm that's at. that's what this is. This is mortar fire. You're like, back what are the forth. practical? Yeah. Well, the, the repercussions. The practical right? get your money out of just every fucking bank that you can. Right. Is a generally good idea. Like what you need in there for the things that you need it for. That you need to electronically transfer U.S. dollars for. Yeah. Have it in there for that. But get everything else out because it won't matter if it's a regional bank or if it's one of the the unsinkable big guys. They're about to explode at random. But I, I've been preaching that message for like 15, yeah. at least 15 yeah. years. And people are about to start listening to what you've been saying. Okay. Like b- before Bitcoin, right? The only thing I said was, you know, get out of the dollar. Right. Uh, and I, at the time I said, convert it to something of higher value. Mm. Right. Now, go, well, I got to buy clothes. I got to put gas. I'm like, well, good. Then buy those things because yeah. clothes and gas is more valuable than the dollar. Right. Right. But if you have leftover dollars, that's just doing nothing. Right, do something with that. And at the mm-hmm. time, it was gold and silver and whatever right, else right. we were. Other tangibles, right? Other tangibles. Yeah. like just 
buy that real keep, estate keep whatever, whatever you need yeah, yeah and I, I i missed the real estate boat by fucking real estate's more hours. complicated because it's a continual expense i mean unless you're investing through a third party like they do with uh, art because well, you can you can invest in a, a share of real estate or a share of art right, but depending uh, on the real parties. estate the real estate can pay you and and be sort of you know sort of pay, pay for itself if you will if you operate it correctly, if you get the right piece of property, like it, right. it, you have to plan this ahead of right. time. But right. it's that possible for that to. Yeah. It's probably been, about ten years ago. I like uh, you could check Facebook for this, but I like I was trying to start a company. Mm -hmm. I was trying to figure out how to do this, and and crypto would have helped it. Um, but it was basically that it was like shares of real estate. Okay. Like I saw the writing, I'm like. I'm never going to be able to afford one of these fucking things on my own, right? right? Which means more people, like people worse off than me, are never going to be able to get the benefits of real estate. So I went mm. like, let's just do it in shares. Let's get, let's pull the money, buy one house, yeah. and issue shares of that property, mm. and then let's just keep fucking doing that, yeah. right? And pretty soon we'll have the market on the shares, much like there's a stock market for companies, there'd be a, a real estate market for shares of particular mm. buildings, right? Well, I'm those, sure that that I'm sure that that's like 500 ways of illegal. I don't give a fuck. And that they will actually go after you. Because here's the thing: so uh, well, but the entire Bezos, well, well, hold on, hold Bezos on. pitched this like a couple months ago. The entire real estate market is currently their method of bribing the baby boom, okay, for their votes. And yeah. has been for like that's why it's overinflated. No, I, that's why uh, all of the all of the savings that isn't being put in the gambling system of the stock market is being put in in real estate. Right. But I had and this, that's the thing that all of the voters are expected to have. But I had this idea like a decade ago, tried it, like did my hardest to get people on board with the idea. Actually, from Hawaii, I had one dude in Maine going like, yeah, this is a great idea. Let's use my house in Maine first. And then we kind of just lost touch. Yeah. Uh, but a couple of months ago, I see an article from like Amazon Jeff Bezos pitching the same idea right shares of real estate instead and i don't well, i don't know what would make it illegal right like you can you can have more you than didn't one. give them their cut Who? it's the same as everything the government they want a cut of everything that makes money oh but I, i'm not even saying to do this on the underground like i'm saying if if two people can own a house a hundred people can own the house mm -hmm. right well and that's the thing if this is successful as uh, if this is as successful as it looks like, then they're going to say that you can't play. I don't know how they get to say that. There's there's just a hundred names on a deed. The nature of the entire financial system okay. of the U.S. is I mean, that they. I'll, I'll take your they, word for it. I mean, they structure through regulation. I get like, it. Like we're a free market. We don't tell yeah, you what no, the prices it's are, not really a free market. Right. but we, you know, squeeze this and open this so that the price will be where we want it. My to guess be. is that the way you make that happen, we is don't to tell you form you can't. A, a corporation yeah. and then everybody buys shares in the corporation. Sure, corporation whatever. I don't give the house or something. I, like again, that. the 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 details were meaningless to me because the idea was so broad. Right. Right. But to but to see Bezos come out and like pitch my idea from like a decade ago, I I felt vindicated. Number one. But also, you know, like again, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how they would, I don't know how the regulation would come down on this thing specifically because there's so many other things out there that are similar but not exactly the same thing. Yeah. Right. And instead of like stock dividends, you get like a piece of the rent, right? If if bringing a th if it's a thousand dollars, you yeah. know, for the in rent, and there's a thousand shares. Right then, everyone you subtract maintenance costs and mark and you know management fees, and everyone gets a small 
small percentage of that, and it's just like it's just an investment property. Right. At that point, form a corporation. I don't care. You know, wasn't needed, but with uh, with the you know with the uh, crypto tokenization of things, seems like it'd be a lot easier to to trade tokens. Of real and that is shares. exactly what'll get you targeted. Well, then don't do it that way. Like I'm not, you know, this is not an activist thing. This is like how the fuck are people like me? Gonna and I hate to say estate? it. I hate to say it, but at least in the United States, if you if you use this technology and get wealthy, they will no longer accept like a portion of your wealth. They will just shut you the fuck down. Okay. I mean, they like they shut down Silicon Valley Bank. And that had to be a hit to the reputation of like Google and a whole bunch of uh you know, ones that had had their name tied to that bank. I hear what you, but again, this doesn't, this is, this is nothing to do with crypto. Crypto just makes it easier. Right. Right. Like just, just like you were issued a stock certificate prior to any sort of uh, NFT yeah. or crypto token or whatever. Yeah. Right. You would just be, you would be awarded a certificate as a share in this particular property. Right. Like actually uh, it, it, an existing corporation that does something like this or puts this business uh, proposition forward mm. could use the blockchain for all of its bureaucratic functions. Yeah. Right. And then it would get easy. targeted. Well, not necessarily. No, necessarily. Right? Because if they're, no, 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 if, there's, if they're using no, no, it for like their version of Quicken or something like that, where they're that not, is, it, it, you know, they're not exchanging they took down with anybody. Silicon Valley first. They took down Silicon Valley first so that right. everyone would get the message that if you touch crypto, these government agencies will be targeting you. Well, Silicon Valley still and I'm not, Again, I, I want to reiterate, I'm not even tying this to crypto. Crypto would have made it easier if you were correct and yeah. that would get you targeted. Okay. Just don't do that. Sure. Right? Just do paper certificates like sure. they used to. Right, yeah. Right? I don't care how you do it. Yep. But with, with it's it's more aligned to do with the, the, the money pumping into the system has priced so many people out of real estate, yeah. investment, or just owning your own home. Yep. Right, that there had to be another way, and the only thing I could think of ten years ago was shares. Yep. Right, and hopefully through multiple shares of various homes that go up in price and the value goes up. So if you sell off your share, you can get it for more than what you paid for it, and you're also bringing in some sort of rental income as in the form of div or dividend income in right, the form yeah. of rents. Right, that maybe maybe this would draw some people out of there. Right. I saw I saw a meme online. It was like you know it was it was an old dude. And it was a rebuttal to like the OK Boomer. So like if you're a boomer and someone goes like, OK, Boomer, and yeah. it's some like punk ass millennial or Gen Z, yeah. the rebuttal is, yeah, whatever, renter. Because they know that they will never <laughs> fucking own that. their own home. I saw mm -hmm. that yeah. one. Yeah. And I got to tell you, <sighs> it makes me ageist. OK. Yeah. I, I I try to push back on my biases where they show up, but it's real hard to push back on the one when the generation chose to get bribed. Yeah. Like, I get it. it was subtle enough that a lot of people are still good at heart, but they still chose to get bribed. Well, again, it they, they got bribed, but if we operate under the philosophy that people act in their own self-interest, you can't even fault them. I absolutely right? can fault them. They took advantage of the situation as it was presented. Yeah, that's called mugging. They didn't take advantage of you. Yes. And you weren't even there. Are you fucking kidding me? That you that weren't is, even okay, there. Okay, okay. Literally the joke that you made. Okay, renter. Yeah. The reason that works is because of what they stole from our entire generation. But they didn't steal anything. Oh, from no. You. They absolutely did. You so were not entitled to anything. You were not entitled to, to the house. 
You just got priced out of it through their actions. I was entitled to the market. The market still exists. It's just no. the price has gone. No, it fucking doesn't. There's a you could go you can look for real estate right now and you can find stuff that's available for sale. There's a real estate market. It's there. The market is still there. You have been priced out of it. It is not a market. Action. What's that? It is not a market. People are trading real estate value for value. You're just you just don't have the value to bring to the table to acquire the real estate. And part of that is because of Two hundred and seventy-five billion dollars <laughs> in one day. In, in one so, day. So right when there's a control panel, it kind of isn't a market. Well, okay, I mean, but the then also, like by that logic, I also don't own real estate, right? Because I'm taxed, and you know that never goes away, even if I pay it off. That's fair and kind of a problem. Yeah, no, I agree. But the market exists. We've just been no. It's not a, a fucking market. market. There is a market. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's a fascist market, but it is a market nonetheless. I mean, it doesn't have to be a fascist market, right? I'm on I'm on Facebook, yeah. right? The porcupine real estate people, yeah. they post stuff for sale. Like, we really want to sell this. We're, we're, we're porcupines. We're selling our home. We want to sell it to a free stater first. Right. Right? Is that a fascist trade just because it's in the real estate market? Are they bad people for trying to get maximum um, value for their investment? No, no, not not the proposition, uh, but the uh, there's fascism involved because you're operating under, well, U.S. law or New Hampshire real estate law. Well, then, then right? every That's fucking the, thing uh, is fascist. In that realm, and, yes. Okay. Not so, everything, but like, well, I mean, a whole lot more things in the US than is like, yeah. And has been okay. since the Second World War. So if everything, just like racism, right, if everything is racism, nothing is racism. Right, if everything is fascist, it absolutely doesn't matter. Everything got tied into the the uh, in the war industrial complex. Okay, everything got tied into it. Fascism won the Second World War. Okay, so we live in a fascist economy. Right. Yes. So again, the there co- is a fascist market that exists right now the for co- real estate. Yes. Okay. So the question still remains then, right? What can you do on the individual level to maximize your value out in that system? Right. right, you're not going to operate outside of it if it's if it's all encompassing, right? You're not going to operate outside of it, and somebody is making a profit, mm-hmm. and there's not necessarily anything particularly special about those somebodies. Like there are some people closer to the government; they get favorable handouts. Sure. They're closer to the spigot yep. when it comes to yeah, the I like the word area. cantillionaire. Sure, yeah, they're they're the closest to the cantillion effect. Yeah, but that's not everybody. Right, the boomer right. selling his house that he paid thirty grand for in the seventies. Right, that is their access to the Cantillion effect. That is how they buy those voters. That's their access to it is because that's where they put their retirement accounts is in their property, and because of that, as long as we prop up the property market, we're bribing the entire voter base at the same time. Right, but if if you can now get into the property market, however small that is, yeah. right, do you think it's going to go down? In the long term, even uh, if there's a crash. So there, well, so here's the crash that, that changes the property market is like civil war, revolution, uh, complete collapse. Okay. I don't foresee that coming despite our it, best efforts. It is. No, I, I see the dollar collapsing as a result of some other, okay. uh, you know, actors at the state level. So let's, okay. So let's presume a dollar collapse. Sure. Right. You still have the house. Yes. The house is still going to be valued well, in something. Provided it's so that's off. the thing. You have the house as long as it's defended. 
And once the United States federal government is too busy defending other things, then your house kind of becomes questionable in its property value. In the in U.S. dollars, perhaps. I mean, if you want to, if you want to take in this, any real wealth term, if you want to take this, this 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 discussion down to what can or cannot be defended, I'm happy to have that discussion with you. Like that's that is my proposition for all rights. Right. So what you're investing in there is uh, so here's where your um, uh, counterparty risk is: is will the will the United States federal government? Uh, be willing and able to invest military defense in my property if someone tries to take it. That's the the idea that you're betting on with that so-called market. I don't think that's what people are considering when they're buying property. What are they that considering? People have If it's going to go up in value or can I live there. Right. Or right. both. Or both. Yeah. I mean, for me well, personally, it's always been can I live there. I don't yeah. really care. I want, like, I want the, the nicest house. In the worst neighborhood, yeah. or vice versa, I yeah. want the worst house in the nicest, in the nicest right. neighborhood. Right? And I want property. There's an expectation to be low. that things will remain the same forever. I get it, and it's a bias, and it's always wrong. I'm well, not even but it's still that. a better gamble than retaining USD. Right? Is it? Oh, I think so. Well, no, yeah. I think that I think that's the same gamble. Uh, how so? So, the ability of the United States federal government to print money. And it be accepted yeah. is the exact amount of defense that they'll right. okay, be able well, to muster uh, for but, whatever needs to be defended. I'll say the same defended. thing about gold, right? I, you, like, in, it's my opinion that uh, if you have money that you're not spending, uh, that you should put it into gold instead of into your savings account because that gold is going to be worth more in the long run than the USD. Yeah, I say the same thing about real estate for the now, same reasons. Uh, quick caveat: actual fucking gold. Hands on the damn thing, I, not I can, paper. Yeah. I can dig not, up. I can till. Yeah. I can still you know. thing. You got to defend it. Right. Sure. If, if you're not, if you're not counting on the government for a defense, you right. got to defend it. Got to defend the gold. Got to so defend the real estate. Got to defend the real. Right. Fine. Yeah. I, I accept that I, premise, and I don't. I don't think the government. If the government collapses, I don't think the next thing that happens is the that military comes to take your home. Right. I don't think your neighbors are going to be trying to. Uh, usurp your property right right at least not in our community right 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 and so your home value goes from like usd yep. to bitcoin or pesos right or dinar i don't right. give a fuck or ounces of gold or I, I again i don't give a fuck it's still right. going to be valued Oil, in doesn't something. matter yeah right it's going to be right. valued in something and presumably um that's going to be and valued probably higher a than, couple things to be honest sure but it's going to be higher than what you acquired it for in dollars that's that's the gamble, right? Mm. If it's going to be an investment property, right? And bet you're better off because you don't have dollars that now are worth less, yeah. but you still have this land or this home that at least a handful of people, hopefully, will recognize as yours. And if they don't recognize that it's yours, then you must defend it. But that goes for everything. It, that's a universal concept. Yeah. If you if you can't defend it. Right then, it's de facto not yours. Right, and that crosses all cultures that I'm aware of. Right? Again, we yeah. we talked about this on Free Talk Live. This is like you know labor well, versus conquest. Right. Then the land is never yours. Why? Because you can't defend it from its real owner, who asks you to pay a tax. Under the current paradigm, uh, well, yeah, I would agree with you. Right. Okay. Right, but we're talking like post collapse. The government doesn't exist. Who's going to steal my land? I, I would like to posit that the Earth owns itself. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so nature 
is unowned. Like, That's its that that is the very distinction of nature. Right here's the hierarchy. Like the reason we have a word for nature, and and we don't use the word reality because reality includes us, but nature has a relationship to us that is distinct from the artificial. And the reason that we have the word nature is because there's this unowned part of reality. Okay. You can't own land. Well. But the land can be involved in what you do own. Well, I can own land if I declare that this land is mine and people recognize it or I defend it. Well. That's 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 all ownership is, right? Either someone goes like, yep, that's yours. In the hierarchy, though, it's going to go individual, only then it's going to go state, and then it's going to go nature, right? So, like, nature... Uh, will allow uh, other people known as the state to own uh, or at least convince other humans that this group of humans owns the land via taxation. But Mother Nature doesn't really give a fuck, right? Now, what does that mean? That means that when nature is tired of humanity, she's going to shake us off like a bad case of fleas. Okay. Right. So, but in that respect, that uh, and harkens I think that's back to evidence that nature's pro-human. Well, okay, but that also harkens back to uh, what I really enjoyed about the Native American uh, tribal culture was that uh, they believed in property, but they didn't believe in owning land. Right. They had their areas, right, and they'd get into wars with other tribes from that area or this area, but okay. there were a bunch of them were nomadic. Now they believed like, hey, if I took this stick and a string from you know, a, a tendon from the buffalo and I made it into a bow and arrow that now this is my bow and arrow and now I can give it to like my son or whatever, right? I can trade it or whatever because I mixed my labor with it, right? But they believed that you could not own the earth itself. And so that's why they had the huts and the teepees and all what, that kind of stuff. What constitutes the earth, though? Right? Like, if you're a hunter-gatherer and you go out and you, like, gather some berries, yeah. whose berries were they? Who's allowed access to them? Well, and so he- here's the thing. There are only certain things that can be agreed upon for long periods of time. And the only thing that we can come to where we don't bash each other over the fucking head is, well, whoever gets to the berries first. Okay. Until well, they're your berries. Until, well, I yeah. picked these berries. Okay, well, you picked them. You, like, put your hand around it and didn't squish it too hard, and you put yeah. it in the basket. That's your fucking berry. And you mixed your labor with it. And economics would eventually con- con- call that, like, the tragedy of the commons, right? Because whoever got to the berries first would yeah, take all the fucking berries. And, and the tragedy of the commons is a really, really old psyop. Go on. Well, it's obvious bullshit, and it eventually gets around to acknowledging the the solution is that well, you, well, we'll divide the land, right? But the only way of dividing the land fairly is according to labor. Who put up what labor to do what? That's how you divide the land. Well, if I got and to yes, the there's first. always and there's always going to be something that's unreachable. That's the nature of nature. Okay. I can't farm Pluto, but my great yes. great 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 grandchild might. I mean, there's always going to be something that's a little out of reach, and then it's not. I mean, the and tragedy that's what the, nature is. The tragedy of commons is not even a psyop, though. Like th- you can experience this with the 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 Bundy cattle ranchers. Yeah. Right there, they were allowed to graze per permission of the government mm. in a common area that all other ranchers were allowed to graze in. Mm. Right, and at some point you go like, well, if I my cows get there first, my cows will be fed, and there'll be nothing left for the other farmers yep. because it's commonly held. Right, yep. like that's the tragedy. 
That's they got suck their it up, Buttercup. Well, okay, then again, but that's who got that's their first. That's not a tragedy. Yes, it is. Because there's the, more nature. Go get it. Okay, that's the solution. Just yes. There's more nature. There's more nature. Go get it. Okay. Yeah. So just keep keep well, talk, a nomadic you're tribe. Talking about nature. You're talking about nature and nurture, and those two are connected because the improvement of the land, right? Yeah. If you nurture the land, it will provide for you. This is where the word husband comes from. Husband tree. He's right. Yeah. Husband threw on trees? Huh? Husbandry. Oh, husbandry, not husbandry. And don't get started on animal husbandry. <laughs> Guar has a really great song called Fucking an Animal. Uh, if you've never heard it, it's fucking awesome. Everyone should hear See, that See, and again, song. I don't it's even awesome. think you have and to no mix your labor. And has an awesome album called Heavy Petting Zoo. Mm. I don't even think you have to mix your labor, right? Because like, some people like things the way they are, yeah. and I just want to enjoy it. I want to enjoy this particular plot of land the way it is. And I can still make an ownership claim over it as long as it's either recognized by others or defended by me. And I don't have to plant or pick or mix or dig right. anything. I just like this. This is my serene This is spot. my acre, whatever. Whatever. Right? Some measurement of land. This is sure. mine. I, I claim like it. I the stream the way it is. That tree's perfect where it is. All my okay. neighbors recognize I claim the it. entire planet then. It's I I like it just the way it is. Well, that's Great. what governments I have done. I can feel every atom in the world. It's mine. I want it just the way it is. Fucking fantastic. And you owe me a lot of money. No, because again, so the mug you. No, because uh, you owe me money. No, because again, what one of two things? You have to get everyone to agree with that statement, which you can't even get the two people in this room to do, or you have to defend it. Oh, I probably could if I decided to go about it the state's way and just bait on you Wait, until you agree. Which one of us is not a person? I don't know. Okay. I said the other two people in this room. Oh, I thought you just said the two people no, in this room. No, I said room. you I'm can't like, get the other two people in this room And I just went, because I'm me, I went one, okay. two. <laughs> or you have to defend it, which you clearly cannot do. You don't have the individual capability of no, defending the No, but I could mug planet. you. And you if could. that's a reasonable philosophy, then I'd be right to do it. Because you owe me. Because you, you moved my, my precious nature. Yeah. And then you will be met with defense. Right, or aggression right. in your mind, but and I don't that's care. right, which means it doesn't avoid conflict. Nothing the avoids whole, conflict. Bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Nothing avoids conflict. Morality avoids conflict. No. That's the whole fucking system is which rules can we avoid conflict with? Morality doesn't cover all aspects of everything. Right. There's nothing does. Right. So you're always going to have a conflict arise. Right. And what we do is a a, a, civil a minimization society. of conflict. Sure. Not an eradication of conflict because we're still alive. Right. And life the, is going to have conflict. We just do the best we can with and it. And at the base of all conflict resolution is violence. No. Yes. I no. don't know about that. No. Yes. No. All conflict all resolution. Conflict. Every single every single conflict. Captain, have I ever disagreed with you? Yes. Ever? I did! And did we resolve it? I don't know. Mm. I assume we did. I'm pretty sure that the fact that we're, like, either we're faking it or we we resolved it. I mean, I I guess it depends on results. Sometimes, like, we'll talk about things and I'll just forget about it. Before you build this straw man. I'm pretty sure it's all good. Before you build this straw man, right, I said the base. Okay. Yeah. Right. Now, is that based on the fact that uh, we could hurt each other? 
Or is it based on does, how, how, how big is the straw man going to get? Does the conflict inherently require violence? The the conflict does not require violence. Okay. The resolution does not require violence. Okay. But violence is always the underlying solution unless you no. reach a nonviolent remediation prior to getting to the violence. Violence is not a solution. It's the it's the absolute solution for every conflict unless you resolve it no. sooner. No. It's the same logic as fire solves any problem. Oh, violence is a solution. No. Violence, violence is, is a way of suddenly no, think, changing the situation. I think but what it's he's not saying actually is a solution. What he's saying is that if a, a resolution is not found for a conflict uh, using peaceful means that it always ends up in violence. I wish. To. Oh, I wish. I you don't fucking wish. wish. So if it's no, not no, no. resolved so by it's called peaceful means, well, hold on. so it's you. called subjugation. It's when a set of people actually agree to be ruled. Now, they are, st- they are not actually subject to violence, and they're not giving violence back. Yeah. But it, it, that's the situation there. That's the pacifists who, right. re- who refuse to defend themselves against right. aggression. Right. And that exists. Yeah. So you're wrong. No. They've resolved the conflict. They said, I, in That's order to. That's not a resolved conflict. It is. They have subjugated themselves by not fighting back. The conflict is over. They are the subjects. They have a master. They are the slaves. There's no conflict there. That that's acceptance of whatever the rules. You it's know, acceptance. What are right? Yeah. yeah. Which far too many people, I by the way, delusion. accept their rule. It's you, delusion in in society. They, you might consider them to be delusional. They are deluded. Fine, they are deluded. Sure. But they have said like, now, I don't want to fight. I'm going to uh, acquiesce, give up some of my liberties um, in order to stay alive because I don't want to get to the violence. That's not resolved. That's resolved. No. The conflict is over. They're just in the midst of violence. They're not in the midst of anything. Sure they are. How are they in the midst of violence? Taxation. No, they accepted it. They said, in in exchange for my life, I will pay you this sum. When you are being raped and you accept that, are you still being raped? If you accept it, no. You got to fight back. You go, fine, fuck me. It's an acquiescence. Yeah, I think we have uh, we have no common ground on this. I get it, but violence is still the underlying solution to it's every a... conflict. Major, right. well, the bigger the beast, the more torpedoes. That's always the way the world's been. Right. It's a sad but truth statement. You and, know? and so when you have the big Richie, beast, Ricky, Ricky. Earlier, you were talking about not being able to own property, right? I well, never said that. I think I you can absolutely got, own property. I got lucky. But in the immortal words of Roy Rogers, he says, buy land. They ain't making no more. And yeah. uh, years ago, I came upon uh, a little, almost 14 acres. That's what it started before, before the government started stealing pieces of it, mm-hmm. taking the all field and whatnot making it theirs but anyway um i had it paid off in 10 years and that was you know raising kids and whatnot but i had to move from southern michigan to northern michigan and 
when you go into a reduction of populace and uh, having basically no contacts, your financial status drops precipitously. Mm-hmm. I mean, I made good money down south, but I moved up here when my kid was about 10 years old because I didn't want the next guy he met to be the crack man on the corner, and I knew that, you know, shit was coming. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I bought a piece of heaven. And, uh, you're still paying rent though. We, we got, I think seven different law enforcement agencies in this County. So I bought a piece of heaven and I'm still in hell. There used yeah. to be uh bumper stickers rolling around town about 15 years ago. It says Alpina vacation, Levi probation. Wow. They say that about New Mexico too, don't they? The land of entrapment. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So major bought some land. You, you could probably find a piece of land here. The, I, the the goal, the hope, the desire is that it will go up over time yep. and that you will get more value back from it if you have to sell it later. Right. Now, whether or not that's a real value or inflated value based on how much they inflate the currency, the hope is that you'll get more of something back later. Right. Right. Fine. That's, that's the risk you take when you make the purchase. Well, yeah. or, I mean, there is another reason just to, to add on that it could be uh, that your hope is just to have a place to live for the rest of your life. Well, then you got to put something on the land, right? Like, oh. That's more than just the land. Okay. okay. All right. I get you. I see where you're coming from. Go ahead. Oh, so I'm just saying if you, if you can afford the land, right, just buy the land as the major suggested mm-hmm. in the hopes that it will be worth more later. Right. Right. And what we know from these inflationary tactics and like the history of real estate yep. is it doesn't really go down right. very often. We're not going to crash back to the 70s where you could own a home for $5,000. God, I wish. Right? Not uh, happen anymore. Except that it's the one property that the mere ownership of it has a fee attached. So if I own art or jewelry or gold or whatever, I don't have to pay every year on owning that. Okay. Land, you do. Right. Okay. So the thing about land is you have to make sure that it's productive. If you want and to. No, 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 no. That's how taxation works. It's not an if you fucking want to. They will put you in a cage if you don't pay your taxes. No, so you, you need to make sure that that land no, is productive don't. enough in the taxed money. It doesn't have to be the land that's productive. The, you, can, you can own a secondary piece of property and your income pays for the taxes on it. And the hope is that long term... Right, like you buy you buy the piece of land for ten thousand dollars today. You pay a hundred bucks a month for ten years in taxes, or a hundred bucks a year for ten years in taxes, yep. and then you sell it for fifteen thousand. You're still ahead. That's you're, the idea. You're, you're ahead. That's the and idea. all you got to do is cover the hundred bucks a year through however whatever mean you decide to do that. Right, and if that means working somebody else's land. Because that's a more productive use of your time, then right. so be it. Or you know, having a terrestrial I job think, and going and doing it somewhere. Yeah, right? I yeah. I think sooner or later they're going to target landowners, and they'll snap up what you saved, okay. just like they snapped up what they saved in gold. S- same idea, though. You, you, then it goes back to: Can you defend it against aggression, or are they going against to the government? It? Good can luck. You? Oh yeah, good, good luck, luck with that. Against anyone? Against anyone? Yeah, I don't care. I mean, you can't defend your law, your land against that. If they're coming after everyone's land, I'm sure there's going to be a coalition of well, neighbors. If they're coming after everyone's land, they're going to come at you sideways. They're going to change the rules so that la- that land rightfully belongs to them. Yeah, they're going to just change the name on the, on the titles in the bureaucrat system sure. files. But right. you can't you can't do that with everybody. True. Not well, everybody. No, no, no. Everybody is not going to no, stand no. for that. 
they literally make the rules. So they'll make a rule whereby if you don't jump through this hoop that you can't jump through. Okay. Then you don't get to keep it. I get that. And then it quote unquote rightfully belongs to them. Right. But they can't do that with everybody. Why on earth not? Because that defeats the whole purpose of their taxation program. Oh, no, so that's the point. They they give the land to their friends, their cronies. Okay. So and not what? everybody, just you. No, well, if it's just me, then, then well, no, I no. get fucked. And you, in this case, I mean all of the politically unconnected people. We outnumber them. Right. So start fucking fighting back. So do the cattle. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? That's my point. If it if it gets to that point, it's time to fucking fight. Yeah, there, wouldn't that be nice? It would be. There's this movie yeah, called... Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, did you miss this whole COVID shit that we had? 80% of the population is fucking slave. Yeah, no, I get it. So let's hang out with the 20% that's going to like murk some people if they try to take our land. You, you remind me of a movie, except in in uh, the movie you've described, it's it's the cows who suddenly come to life and begin attacking people. Right, but there was a, a movie made. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but it was about basically. Oh, it's called Black Sheep. Oh, right? but, there's two different versions of okay. it. So there's two different movies called Black Sheep. The one I'm referring to is the one where, like, sheep become rabid okay. and start eating people. Not the good black. And sheep. and and there's there's this great scene of like Not all the these comedy. sheep coming over this hill, right? And they're like getting to trample or getting ready to trample something. And the movie guy in his movie phone voice goes, uh, it's time for the violence of the lambs. Nice. Right? And then it's, you know, black sheep. And then it shows like, you know, a sheep turning its head at you and its face is all bloody and it's got fangs and its eyes are all red devil style or whatever. Like as if the sheep become possessed and turned evil and start eating people. Uh, well, the situation you're describing, I had a vision of that except with well cattle i like to think that we have a higher capability and understanding of what's going on than the cattle if that's not true then fine we'll all get led to slaughter i mean i'd like to believe that but i mean i i human beings act far more like domesticated cattle than they do like well animals okay so let's not hang around with those right like for for years again hence my move right i've i've pitched the idea you know, it, it may be immoral to some people, libertarians, right? But people, the vast majority of the populace, acts like sheep, right? So the libertarian position should be that of the shepherd, right? Let's let's not try to convince everyone that they're a fucking shepherd. Let's just use them as sheep to our benefit. Mm. And that is predatory. Fine. Well... When we have a peaceful world, I'm sure you'll be put down. Okay. And when we have a peaceful world, like, I don't think that's going to happen in my lifetime. Mm. I'm fine being well, free if other people so, don't want to. Hmm? I said, I'm fine being free even if other people don't oh, want to. Oh, I see. I see. So, man, like, I get what you're saying, but, like, I, the way I feel is, like, I want to be as free as possible. Right. And in, I don't believe that I can be as free as possible if everyone else is not also as free. Right. And I don't want to make my freedom contingent upon sheep. <sighs> but it kind of is. Because we allow it. Well, because they're sheep. Because they're sheep and they have another shepherd. And, and they'll send goons with guns after you if you don't behave the way they right. want you to. So get the sheep on our side. Right. Let them continue to be sheep and then let's just be free outside of them. 
I mean, I feel like there's something something not that correct is, in, yeah, in there. That it's is immoral. not what you described as a shepherd. What you described as a shepherd is manipulating them and leading them to the slaughter. I'm not leading them anywhere. I'm just leading them to leave me alone. I mean, I kind of feel like, for lack of better terms, uh, the Free State Project, or better yet, the Greater New Hampshire Freedom Migration, uh, is that, right? Like, I I don't believe in leading by wrangling, right? I believe in leading by acting, Okay. right? And if people can see, hey, this guy did a thing, and he went out there, and he's yelling in the microphone, and... You know, there's a bunch of other people that, you know, maybe yeah. if I want this too, I should go. So, like, I prefer to do the leading uh, through action rather than wrangling, I guess. I get that it's an unpopular opinion that I have, right? So, uh, when, uh, one of the first, probably the first year yeah. I was on Free Talk Live, yeah. someone called in and they said, like, what should libertarians do to start winning elections? And I said, well, that fucking answer is easy. Just lie to people. If you want to win, lie. It's, it's a proven method. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Right? They, Everybody does it. They seem to follow the liars. Man. Right? If you want to win, just use the tactic that works. Yeah. Just lie to people. Right? Oh, but then there, you got to, like, you can't follow through on your promises like any of the other fucking politicians do. Yeah. Right? Lie to them. Promise them the world. Right? And then deliver freedom. What's so hard about that? It's immoral. It's unethical. I don't give a fuck. You, well, will, be, you will be eliminated by the competition very quickly. Well, possibly, but the, no, again, no, well, no, no, but you possibly. are describing to an extent something that is occurring here in New Hampshire, right? That the people are moving here, they are running for offices, and they are getting elected. Yeah. Now you're just saying take it a step further and be just as dishonest as every well, other politician while you're running. They already are because they're libertarians running as Republicans <laughs> and Democrats with the goal of getting elected. <laughs> right. If you put the L next to your name, you don't go fucking anywhere. You pretend to be an R or a D, and all of a sudden you're in office with some power. Right. So then, I mean, why aren't more people doing that? Because it's unethical and immoral, and some people have a problem with that, even in the realm of politics. I mean, there is a reason that I don't run, right? That I don't like, I want no participation in that system whatsoever. Yeah. People are like, I'd totally vote so for you, So that's captain. the fun thing about politics. Right. By its definition, I want, it's not voluntary. I, no, I understand. But like, I also have no desire to govern. Right. Yeah. I, I, I do not believe it is correct for me to tell anybody else how to live their life, even though there's a whole bunch of people out there who believe it's just fine for them to tell me how to live mine. Right. Right. But like, I can't bring myself to sort of violate that. But you will never convince them to leave you alone. Right. You have you have to lie either to way. them. Right. Either way. Yeah. So you, if you lie to them, at least you're in a position where you have the freedom you desire and it's not contingent upon a bunch of asshats. Well, I actually can convince them to leave me alone. You if, ev, the libertarians have been unsuccessful at you're convincing right. the mass population you're right. to leave never, us alone. There's literally never been a libertarian technology. And um, okay, and crypto. Bitcoin, crypto? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the leave me alone? Yeah. Well, so there are certain ideologies that are inherent to certain technologies. Okay. Uh, in order for a car to function, you must have a, a level of individualism in the culture. It creates individualism empowerment. It's probably part of what uh, broke apart the Soviet Union on a psychological level is being able to do non-public transportation. Okay. Right. So certain ideologies go along with certain technologies libertarianism uh voluntarism whatever you want to call it goes along with the technology of the distributed blockchain go on 
Now, when a when an individualistic technology takes hold in a culture, individualism takes hold in the psyche of those who are participating with that technology. The vast majority of the current culture is not participating in crypto. Correct. And you have cases like the Crypto 6, right, per, being used by the government to scare off anyone else from mm -hmm. entering into this space. Yeah, and look at how effective it is. It's very effective. Nope. Adoption rates are still just as steady as they the always have been. Development of and on blockchains has not stopped, right? Uh, none of that, like everything is still moving forward. All they've done is temporarily scared some people out of trading. Yes. Right. Which was That's, always going to happen. I have a libertarian friend in Hawaii. You have friends? I know, it's weird. Oh, I'm jealous. Co-host of the other podcast that I do. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking to him today, and he's heard about, you, you know. You can pimp that if you want. Uh, the Anarchist Experience, anarchistexperience.com. Um, we're talking, you know, pre-show today. We talked about, you know, the, the Ian Freeman thing as yep. well, because he's heard about it. And I go, hey, yeah, whatever. He goes, maybe New Hampshire isn't the place for me to come for my crypto. And I was, I was like, well, number one, it's still the place to be, right? Number two, this was a federal thing, so you're not going to escape it anywhere, right? But if that's, he's connected. He's a crypto guy, right? Right. And if, he's, if it's already in his head that they're cracking down on crypto here and thus he's not going to be here and may choose somewhere else in South America, yeah. right, then it has an impact, right? The, the crackdowns of the government have an impact on people who just want to be left alone and they go, I'll go be left alone elsewhere. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. But ultimately that technology will allow us to bribe all of the people who have no interest in libertarianism. Good. Then let's use it that way. Right. Right. Let's. let's well, and let's, so that's the thing. This, this thing is going sheep. from this thing is going from zero to infinity. Okay. And weirdly enough, it has a very predictable rate. It, it varies a, within a certain band of it, but it doubles every year. Okay. So if crypto so, is the mechanism to shepherd the sheep, fucking do it. Well, no, no, no. That's the thing. This doesn't just shepherd the sheep. This actually changes the culture. Now I've got so the all of the people stuck in my head. Shepherd a lost sheep. Shepherd a lost sheep. Only old people will get that. Anyway, go ahead. So that all of the people who were uh, most amenable to this in the first place are going to have the advantage. Yes. And right. everyone else who's like currently using dollars, who will soon be using CBDC, and will just migrate to whatever currency is already being used, much like they went from uh, you know the silver certificates into dollars because they changed the little words on top of the bill. The vast majority of people don't give a fuck. They just know what they get paid in, and they know what gets taken at the store. Mm -hmm. And if you can, if you can convince them that that's Bitcoin or crypto or Monero or Ash or Edge or whatever, right? Fine. It doesn't mean they understand. It doesn't mean they've bought into the technology. They don't know what the dollar is. They don't know what it's backed by already. You don't have to explain crypto to so them. You just have to get them to use it. They're going to do what humans always do: follow the rich guy. Yes. Now, what the rich guy will be. At that point, and increasingly as that takes hold, is the people who were most amenable to libertarian technology. Good. So the people who were, on average, the most libertarian people. Good. So those people are the shepherds. Everyone else who just uses it because that's what's being used, those are my sheep. Yeah. Um. I. So, first of all, I don't have faith in government to pull off anything that resembles cryptocurrency. Now, maybe <laughs> right. they do, like whatever system or systems or chains of systems uh, they're going to deploy in this CBDC, like 
government's not really good at doing this kind of a thing. When's the last time the government tried to implement software on everyone? Well, uh, <laughs> the, the, the HD switchover. Okay, okay. That is a, a close, and look at how fucked up that was. They had to. They were giving out boxes, and they were selling boxes, and then they just went, fuck you, we're turning it off now. Yeah. I thought that was a hardware thing. It was. Yeah, but, well, the hardware is the box. The software is, you know, the signal that comes over the box. It's true. Yeah. You need an A to D converter. That's all, all it right. is. So would the, uh, so I guess the vaccine would be a wetware update? Ooh. Bioware? Yeah. All right. You know? I mean, that was was the last time they attempted an update. Yeah. That was an effective rollout. The vast majority of people, I saw like a post from Jeffrey Tucker who just happened to across someone at the at the airport who was wearing a mask. Yeah. yeah. They are the still trying to rebalance themselves from how yeah. much money they spent doing that shit. But the the Jeffrey Tucker thing, he just asked the guy like, you know, why are you wearing the mask? He's like, God, because I'm just I'm just used to it by now. Right? And then you cough a little bit and he's like, Oh, I gotta stay fucking away from that guy. Yeah. Because you're just that's what you're used to by now. They have acclimated to that environment. There are still people rolling around town, even here in the King, New Hampshire area wearing the masks. Yeah. So effective 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 use of government technology or tools or whatever you want to say now, right, uh, to, to herd the sheep in a particular direction, in this case, mask wearing. And at the same time, I want to I want to say that there's one instance of somebody that I know that I'd never seen wear a mask before. And then one day uh, I went to where this person works and they were wearing a mask. And then the next time I went in there, I heard some scuttlebutt that like, yeah, they just sort of stopped showing up and... You know, uh, the rumor is they were at some other place looking for a job, so we don't we're we're sure they're not coming back anyway. And I'm like, oh, okay. I think that person was like using some sort of a medical excuse, okay, and showed up to work with the mask on to just sort of like, oh yeah, I'm really sick, man. See, I'm wearing a mask, right? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because the government made all these rules about COVID and what employers can and can't do surrounding COVID. So if you just manipulate the the corporate rules about COVID, which the government made them put in, of course, then you can buy yourself some time, some sick leave, whatever. So yeah. I'm saying that you know, there's the, this case, like somebody was gaming the system because of the laws about employers and COVID. Now, yeah, we've we've got a guy, we've got a guy at work. I won't name names. Yeah. Um, who is like taking the last week and a half off from work? Yeah. Right. Because uh, I tested positive for COVID. Right. So we're like, well, we we're filling positions anyway. Yep. So Rich, why don't you do some like recruitment for this particular position? Yep. So I I post the ad on Indeed. I'm looking through the resumes. Oh, whose resume shows up on He's- Indeed? You know, ready to recruit COVID guy. Yeah. Right. When was he active on Indeed? Oh, today uh-huh. and yesterday, right? So clearly, you know, looking for a way out using the COVID excuse, possibly. Yeah. We can't, uh, there's no confirmation of this, right? This is purely right. speculation. Mm. But I go like, he's out sick on COVID. He's searching on Indeed. I know this because there he is. And, unless, you know, as long as you believe the stats or whatever Indeed provides you, yeah. right? Otherwise, it's all bullshit anyway. But there it is, right? If you If you want out and you're getting a salary... To go look someplace else. Just I got COVID. Hmm. All right, we are uh, major. Thanks for the call, man. We appreciate you. Uh, we are at our usual break time, so I'm just gonna try and spin up some break music here for y'all. Uh, this is a 10 minute break, and uh, we've got more to talk about here on Beard Talk Live. The telephone number, if you want to join us, is 603-283-6160.
That's 603-283-6160. We'll be back shortly.
Because it's time to reconvene. You know what you ought to do, Captain? <laughs> you ought to write a song, a parody yeah. song, The Ballad of Ian Freeman. I should do a lot of things. I know. Uh, I mean, I did release a three-song EP recently. Which I purchased. And, uh, like, lyrically, man, it is the most, uh, mm, you know, libertarian, voluntarist, you know, sort of uh, lyrics that I've ever put together. I, I, sp- I spent a lot of money on this new phone, and the only three songs on there is the Captain Kickass LP or EP. <laughs> nice. That's, That's killer. It. That's killer. Although it says something about your lack of desire to listen to music. That, that is true. But that means when a song randomly comes on because the music app plays it, right, it's going to be a Captain Kickass song. Nice. Uh, there are spins happening if you're on, you know, any of the music provided things, you know, SoundCloud and iTunes and Deezer, Spotify, Spotify uh, you know, all, all the most popular ones that you should Amazon be able to. Amazon Music. Yep, I'm there. Uh, just search Captain Kickass, Eleutheromania EP. It's the only thing that exists uh, by, well, that name anyway. I've been involved in many other bands, but this is the first thing I've done that's like, uh, what do you call it, my solo project. Nice. Right. Because I've been so successful <laughs> over the years that, you know, now I just get to, yeah, I'm doing a snooty so No, it's not true. I uh, spent a lot of time putting these songs together, and uh, they are from the heart. And I hope folks uh, enjoy them. You know, it's part of uh, what we talked about uh, previously, uh, leaving a legacy, right? Uh, I put music out, you know, uh, and I'd never make back anywhere near what I've put into it. Right, it's just not going to happen. But like, I still do it. Like, I feel compelled to do it. Right, like music is writing itself inside of me all of the time. It's just, do I choose to, you know, figure out how to play the riffs that I hear in my head or whatever the melody line that I'm thinking of at any given time? It just sort of constantly runs through me, if you will. I uh, mean, the the podcast is turning into that as well. Not this one, but again, the the podcast that I do. Yeah, like, I I pitched it to my buddy as a joke. And he's like, well, if you're interested, then I'm willing to do it, too. I'm like, well, then let's just fucking do it. I'm like, why yeah. are you interested? He's like, I want to leave a legacy of something, man. Yeah. I want to get this all recorded and out of my head. I'm like, all right, let's do it. I, that also is one of the reasons I do this yep. show. Because, like, I feel like, hey, everybody, I discovered a thing. Yep. And it's 
factually consistent and also morally congruent. And I want to tell everybody about it. And uh, like, yeah, like I was duped and so were you. And like, oh my gosh, everybody, hey, hey, hey. And then no one listens to you when you start doing that. Uh, and so uh, I ended up here and doing this. This is me standing on top of the mountain, right? Yep. Uh, telling you that uh, the organization type known as government is useless, barbaric, antique, and deserves to be abolished. Ah, but who will do the abolishing? Mm. Well, well, right. So the whole thing comes down to credibility. They have it exactly. That's why they. That's why their expenses never quite mount to uh, collapsing the whole rickety structure. Is because there's enough credibility that no one even gets in the way. I don't know what they have to do to lose credibility that they haven't already done. And nobody cares. Right? Like what what more do you want? They're unaccountable. They inflate the currency as uh, you know, mm-hmm. yes, we they briefly do. got through the headline there. Right? They spend way too much on everything. They're violent, right? We, we had the, the police protests, the Black Lives Matter thing and all the all that other nonsense. Yeah. Right? We had the what was it? The uh, They claim that only they the, can initiate the violence. The bailout. Right there was there was ninety eight percent call ins write ins whatever to your congressman saying like no please don't do this bailout and they went we hear you we received your calls and received your letters and they are too big to fail so we're going to bail them out right like there's there's nothing it's a it, you know if there's any sort of credence to your uh, to the tinfoil hat wearing uh, uh, conspiracy theories. Right. It's, you know, and there's memes about this, too. Right. Like, what can they do? It's a joke to them about how far they can push it. Right. Let's let's make them wear masks and stay inside for two weeks. <laughs> let's see if they'll fall. Oh, they fell for right. that one. Oh, yeah. what, what else have we got? Oh, did you know that UFOs are real and aliens are coming? Yeah. Will they buy that one? Uh, I Turns call that out, no. I call that, and, and that's the thing. They're always throwing it at the at the wall, right? Like spaghetti, yes. and they're like, "Guys, guys, we got the virus one to stick." They yeah. never buy yeah. the virus one. We threw Ebola at them. We threw swine flu. How happy were they when Avian they invented flu. the Department of guys, Motor Vehicles? Guys, it turns out we just need fucking stupid videos of fake people screaming in China, and it like <laughs> really freaks out Americans, and they bought it. And once Americans are freaked out, the rest of the world gets to freak out because America. Yeah. They float the balloon, right? And they see like, well, we're gonna we're gonna throw this one out there. We'll see how they react. So China freaks out America. America freaks out uh, the world. And I guys, have a name for this phenomenon. This phenomenon. China. This phenomenon so in my previous circles is known as the monkey dance. Right. This is when the master's going dance, monkey, dance. Right? Yeah. They're just, they, they don't really care what you do about it. They're just like, let's try and see if they'll jump. Well, oh, because, high, right? because you the, what you do about it is never going to impact them at all. Yeah. No effect. Well, that's not exactly true. Go ahead. So two things. One, they're literally aging themselves to death. And since they didn't that's bother handing uncommon. it off to, uh, to Generation <laughs> X, they're kind of losing control of the their own control structure okay but if they're not if they're not passing it on what and do two, they care the aforementioned there's an anarchist technology 
and that does actually work against them. But if they're aging out, it's not going to catch up in time, right? Like, you know, I, people get on my case again, cause I'm getting older and I'm like, they're like, you should probably start investing in life insurance. I'm like, why? <laughs> I'm going to be dead. I'm going to fuck, uh, do whatever you want. Right. The only people that should be buying life insurance on me is people that are going to have to deal with that cost then. Right. Right. Mm. If my son doesn't want to like pay for the funeral, he should probably put some life insurance on me. Right. Right. It'll save him money later. Right. Doesn't do shit for me. Yep. I'm dead. So if you're the bankers and these high elites and whatever ivory tower they have and you're aging yourself out, well, you, you unfortunately, for from our position, right, they have maximized their personal freedom and liberty for their entire <laughs> lifetime. And they have handed Facts. off shit. And they don't give a fuck who they leave it to, because yeah. why would they? Right. They're dead. If they're if they're gonna leave if they're gonna leave a legacy behind and they have progeny to leave it to, well then those will be the ones who take over, right? Uh, Rothschild Jr. I mean, whoever the you know whatever <laughs> any of right? the Rothschild any of them any of the Rothschildren, <laughs> right? Who's gonna who's gonna be in charge twenty years from now? One of those little punk ass bitches. Wait, it's I not just, gonna be you. Well, I just thought of another well, horror movie, The Rothschildren of the Corn. <laughs> <laughs> they remade Children of the Corn. I haven't watched it yet. I didn't even know there was a new one. No, now they're just going to make the Roth children of it. Yeah. Anyway. Well, so seriously, so you look like, look at someone like John D. Rockefeller. Okay. Now that fucking sociopathic genius created a control structure like no one had ever seen. Okay. But his kids are still running that control structure. Yeah. And all of the rules changed. And so what happens to the kids? So instead of them being in that guaranteed position, the same thing that happens in every market, shirt sleeves to shirt sleeves in three generations. Okay. So since they've lost control of the minds of the world and the attention of the world, I mean, look at, they really, really tried that alien thing. Okay. Like they sunk a lot into that. No one gives a shit. So John D. Rockefeller, dead, doesn't give a shit. He passes it on to his progeny. They fuck it up. Good for liberty, bad for liberty, good for freedom, bad for freedom. Well, I'm glad they're matter. fucking it up. Okay. But does it does it does anything change or does yes. another uh, does another control structure just replace it with some other asshat dude controlling it? No. no. Because you have the uh, the birth of the network uh uh of origination blockchain? of value. So, uh Value has uh, value has been captured by these uh, nation-state controlling ideas. Okay. And now, it's no longer there. Value is emanating from everywhere on Earth. Whenever we choose to dance this particular dance, use this particular set of code, harness some energy, and no matter what your situation is, if you can get some energy and get onto the network... You can be a part of what the world is doing. Okay. That's never been before. It's hardly that now. It's going to take time. And by that time, again, they have died off. They don't care because they're dead. Right. And what's left, who knows? Is it going to be this? Fantastic. Are we going to be a part of it? Maybe at the tail end mm. or the beginning for everybody else. That part, yeah. It's going to be that. We're going to get to see the dawn of the peaceful world. Okay. So ride it out then, right? But again, we talked about this a little bit in the first half, 
right? What can you do now? Well, find a way to get out of dollars, right? Maximize your value now so you're in a position to enjoy it when the rest of the world catches up and, and it takes over. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, if that's the prediction, I don't care, but you still can't bank on that and you still need to make decisions today that impact tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And you have to do that under the fascist control paradigm that we're currently living under. Well, no, you can do that in direct opposition and effective opposition for the first time in human history. Because every other time that we had to opt out of a system, we had to hurt ourselves. Like that's what happens when you when you uh, do a boycott is you must do without that product. Yep. Now for the first time, instead of having to hurt ourselves to opt out, we're actually helping ourselves. Because instead of having the uh, designed to depreciate dollar, that is at least not depreciating as horribly as every other dollar in the world. But instead of instead of slowly depreciating, we actually get to appreciate. So we actually get paid for opting out of the fascist system. But you can't... Uh, I get it that there's some sort of uh, enhanced version of that here in Keene where you can do with mostly crypto. Right, Captain? You've mentioned this before. Like most, I pay for almost everything in crypto. Right. Like I have checked myself out of the dollar as much as possible, but I do spend it uh, by whatever means. Sometimes it's gift right. cards. Sometimes it's uh, like a, one of these crypto cards, these sure. prepaid cards or whatever. Uh, sometimes it's, uh, you know, through an app or something like that. But right. you, and, and you can do all of that uh, like you've gone on vacation before. And as I understand, it, a lot of them you've decided to pay in crypto. So, I mean, how... How much are you still able to do when you're far away from the crypto mecca of uh, New Hampshire? Yeah, I mean, the methods for transacting in cryptocurrencies are, uh, I mean, already way out in front of everything else. It's just, it, it is going to take some time. If you remember when the internet first came out. How do you out, get the farmer right? from Nebraska to buy into that and give up his dollars in his bank account? <laughs> Well, eventually you have enough resources to in, to invest in user interface, it, it, and it becomes easy for the Nebraska farmer to use it. Eventually. Yeah. But right now it's not happening. You got to get there, and then yeah, he, will, like, he I will think, onboard, not because he believes in the right. technology, and the but funding that's just system I think we just does. have to find a way to ask them to take the risk. Right. And the funding system for this goes in predictable cycles. It's a okay. predictable four-year cycle because it's literally the agreement that we will have this happening approximately every four years. Okay. And that's the rate at which that moves. Go on. So you can actually see the dissolution of the old system and the creation of the new system at a predictable rate and in a predictable pattern. Like down, rest, rest, Okay. Up. So if it's predictable, what's it going to take to get the 300 million Americans onto the blockchain? How long? What's the what's the what's the end date at the current rate? Oh, I don't know what the uh, adoption rate is. Like, well, it's predictable, right? So uh, it's a predictable range. Um, okay. But 2060. 2060. Okay. How old are you going to be in 2060, Kevin? I don't want to think about it. All right. <laughs> I'll be in the 80s. I'll be in my 80s. Yeah. I, right. I might be dead. Okay. You know? Yeah. If, if I get there, I'll be in my 80s. Right? But like, back in my day, we yeah, only had I'll, one blockchain. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be a few years ahead of you right? and or dead. Okay. 
but 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 if that's the curve, right? That's that's the future that we have. So we have to wait until 2060. Let's presume that that's true, right? That means between now and then, we still have one foot in the fascist system. Mm-hmm. We're not ex- we're not exiting completely. Yeah, Captain, you do your best, but gift cards is just. You know, I, in the process, I'd say I'm. I get I'm, it. I, it's probably yeah. eighty twenty with me, right? I think okay. you know, as you know, finances balance out that I'm able to do twenty percent, and I kind of have to do twenty percent in USD and then okay. everything else. So you're twenty percent in the fascist system. I am. Yes, but you're true. you're way far ahead of the average person. Yeah. Right. You're way far ahead of me in this room. Right. I'm still I'm still in like my acquisition phase. I have spare dollars. I buy crypto. I don't have spare dollars. I pay bills. Right. Well, and here's one of the wacky things is for once, the system of oppression loses its tool of randomness because their crackdowns are going to be completely predictable. They have to follow the Bitcoin cycle. Otherwise, they reveal how far they are from it. And they can't ever let anyone know exactly how much it's done. Yeah. So they're going to crack down when it's supposed to be heading downward. But, but CBDC coming, right, is going to onboard the vast majority of the population onto the wrong blockchain. Because it's going to be a natural transition from their bank account onto the government blockchain. And they're, you know, the media, the fascist government is going to promote that, degrade crypto, crack down, more arrests for people selling Bitcoin, right? A, a whole nother crypto six somewhere in Nevada. Right, we'll crop up. We'll read it on the show. Like mm-hmm. this is very similar to what they did to Ian 15 years ago. Right, right, right. And if th- they have the advantage, well, it's because they have the guns. Well, I get it. Yeah. So here's the thing, though. That's there you go. Right I, back to the fucking violence. It's underlying everything. Right. So that's the only reason the that. dollar has not collapsed. One. Yeah, you're right. Uh, this is going to have more of an advantage everywhere except the United States because okay. it's an inversion of the other system. So everything that was uh, at a disadvantage becomes advantaged. Okay. They have, not that they'll get to the highest level, but the shift from where they're at will be yeah. the greatest. Here's a question that I had that no one was really able to answer during that last inflationary cycle, whatever you want to call it, during the COVIDs. And they said, well, it's a worldwide inflation. And the, every, everything is going up everywhere. I was like, <laughs> if you're one of these smaller governments right, and you want to make a play yeah. to imp- in, improve your situation on the world stage, don't fucking inflate your currency. Uh-oh. Make it worth more so people flock to you to get, and they no one did it. It is well, well, oh, the United States because, is inflated. Yeah. We got to well, inflate hang on, hang on. too. So that's just, actually on, what the on. Bank of International Settlements. We, is we have to do for. something before we go any further in this conversation. Uh, the thing, the amble. Yes. Shit, Shit piss, piss, fuck, fuck cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. You feel better? I do. You thanks. got that out of your system? Thanks. Uh, I got more. Yeah. My curse bladder is uh, is uh, pretty Fill, full. Still. Filling up. All right. All right. So I, I got a lot of curse to do. Uh, and if people want to call 603-283-6160, you were saying. I don't remember now. Motherfucker nice. is and what I was tits. saying. Oh, wait. That was the end of the thing. I haven't gotten a tits yet. Mm. I'm at that when it mm. rains, it pours. I hope there's some tits in your When future, it fucks, bro. it motherfuckers. But when it motherfuckers, it <laughs> and tits. Tits be with you. Sounds like a snack. Tater tits. 
could I could use a stack of tater tits. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, the only thing worse than having words that we use some of the time is having a weird group of people that tell us which words we use when. Yeah. Did and, and fuck the FCC again, just because. Fuck the FCC. Well, and you know, okay. So to be fair to Free Talk Live, yeah, right. Like, I'm on the show once a week. Yep. Mm-hmm. So there's like in a whole week for me, mm-hmm. there's like two hours and twenty four minutes that I can't say what I want. <laughs> it's such a minimal fucking tax, right? right. Like, oh my God, right. you can't say uh, what you want to say for two hours and 20 minutes this week? Right. However will you go on living? Mm. <laughs> like, suck it up, buddy. You do you do two shows, five hours this whole week yeah. that you can't say, like seven words? <laughs> Fix your vocabulary. Yeah. yeah. It's true. But fuck them. Fuck them. You're they don't get to tell us when right. to fucking talk that way. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But it's just, you know you said like when when will we stop doing the show if they don't take us off the air when there's nothing left to say. Yeah. Right. But at some point you go like well if if the government still taxed the United States citizens at only three percent would libertarianism even be a thing? And the likelihood is probably not in the same form or fashion. Right. Most people are just like okay three percent. I can live with that 3%, you know, okay, they chucked the tea into the harbor for 3%, fine, that didn't really go anywhere beyond that. Well, we're about to get a glimpse at what happens when you have a taxation rate of near 0%. And I think that once the world sees that, they're never going to accept even a 0%. Like, look, the first thing you have to do is steal all of our wealth. And then you make an additional tax of 2% in order to make a 2% inflation. So I think that when the world gets even a glimpse of what any amount of human beings operating at a 0% uh, automatic theft rate. Okay. Is this another crypto thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I think that since they're going to get, and that's part of the technology is that you have a record of events. Sure. But here's, okay, so here's, okay, so with the crypto thing, it's not a tax because it's voluntary, right? Bullshit. But, but there's, what do you mean? Crypto's not voluntary? Oh, sorry. Crypto okay. is voluntary. Crypto's voluntary. Yes. There's, so there's no tax on the transaction. Right. Right. But part of your transaction. Um, unless it's one of those things with USDT and they suddenly decide, oh, well, no, the no, U.S. Just, government told us that that's a bad address. No, let's just say Bitcoin. I don't give a fuck. I don't care which one you use. All right. right let's, let's presume it's voluntary. Sure. Let's presume it's tax free. Yes. Right. For, for most of the technology to work, there's a fee for the transaction yep. that goes to the network. Yep. Right. So right. Par- you, there's still like a haircut. It's still not one to one, right? Right. If I owe Captain ten right. bucks and I give him a ten dollar bill, right? no one's asking for free. We're asking for a market rate. Okay. Well, and here's the thing. But a ten dollar bill techni- in cash, he gets ten. I lose ten. There's no fee. Uh, there absolutely is. It's a hidden fee. Yeah. Yeah. But and so you're talking about like a hidden fee in whatever, but the transaction fee is not there. Right, whatever whatever value he loses by now holding that ten, yeah. and can spend it for you know a millionth of a percent less if he runs to the store, right? Like is negligible to the infinite degree, depending on his time preference for that ten dollar bill. But every time you do a crypto transaction, you lose a little bit somewhere. Yeah, it's true. So it's not a tax, 
but it's a network fee. It's mm-hmm. a it's a it's a minor fee. Right. Yeah. Whatever right. it is, right. the market you rate lose, for the transaction. You lose the actual amount that it took to transmit that uh, transaction yeah. on the security level that you chose. Sure. And part of the nature of the technology is that it always comes with the ability to do a, a slightly different thing some of the time, yeah. which means you can choose what security level you're going to use for that transaction. Right. But if I owe Captain 10 bucks, mm-hmm. right, I don't want to give him 1025. I don't want him to receive 975. Well, mm-hmm. I just but, want to give him 10 bucks. But you already are. No, I'm giving him No, no, you already are. Presence. It's the hidden tax. It's uh, hidden. It's what hidden. you hand him is never what it was when you got it. Right, but and again, I will make the case that 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 fee is so negligible, depending on the captain's time preference for spending it, that it's it's infinitely doesn't matter, right? Like how how what percent of that ten dollar bill is lost yeah. right, between me handing it to you from here to there versus however much the transaction okay. fee is if we count well, crypto wallets. Consider the rate of human wealth that is destroyed by governments throughout the world. Okay. Like all of it. I mean, considering democide rates alone and the potential of every human being on average. Okay. Like that's a tremendous amount of wealth destruction. But it doesn't impact me paying off the capital. No, it absolutely does. That wealth destruction is what was stolen from you. But now, if, if it's you such have an infinitesimally small amount, it's that I don't not. care. It is. It's an. It's an infinite amount. The, pr- the Can pr- you put a measure on it? So here's the thing: every time they steal one thing, they steal all the things that that was going to be able to make. Right. But if the captain, if 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 I'm trying to let's let's say like, what's worth ten bucks? Oh man, Just, I don't. I don't know what. A cup of coffee. Well, pa- pack of smokes. Pack of smokes. Right, cheap ones now. Cheap I ones. Take it. Okay. So pack of smokes. Captain, right. you smoke or you did smoke? I, I did. I don't anymore. You, but, want, you yeah. want to buy a pack of smokes. Uh, the corner liquor store has pack of smokes for 10 bucks. Yep. And you go like, hey, Rich, that 10 bucks you owe me, I'm going to go buy a pack of smokes. Right now, do I want to pay you 10.25 through a crypto transaction? And then I lose 25 cents. Mm. And then you've got 10 bucks to go buy your pack of smokes. And twenty-five cents is lost in the transaction, or I give you ten bucks and you pay the twenty-five cents, and now you can't afford the pack of smokes, or I just hand you a ten-dollar bill, and the yeah, negligible amount right. that is lost in that transaction right. doesn't affect your ability to go buy the pack of smokes down the street. Right. Except that when it's not being stolen at every single step, in addition to what they print, then the pack of smokes is never going to cost ten dollars for any period of time well then pick a number i don't care if it's well, no, 10 no, no, bucks that's or the five thing bucks. that's the thing if you send him the ten dollars in cryptocurrency and it comes out to 998 then by the time he gets down to the store it's going to be 925 that's worse that he lost another like 75 no cents. He only paid nine twenty five, and now he's got some extra. No, he paid nine ninety eight, and now he's got nine twenty five. No, 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 I'm saying the price goes down of the cigarettes. Yes, it's Why? not going to. Exactly. It's not going to go down that quickly. Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. No, that's the whole point. They first have to steal all of the prices that would have gone down. Then they steal another two percent on top of that, and that's not including the quote-unquote taxes that the IRS collects. The reason shrinkflation exists is so they don't have to change the prices so frequently in the store. 
right? Like I get it. It happens in Venezuela yeah. and wherever else they're hyperinflating the currency, that. right? But that's not the case here yet. When it becomes the case here, we got where they're changing the sign for the pack of cigarettes by the hour, right? Well, then maybe the crypto transaction makes more sense, right? But you run to the store today. You saw, like I was at the store this morning. Cigarettes were ten bucks. You can you can be fairly confident. Then when you go this evening, it's going to be 10 bucks. Okay, except I think in your scenario, if I knew you were coming over, I'd be like, hey, Rich, if you're on your way over, stop at the store and grab me a pack of smokes instead of bringing me the 10 bucks you owe me. And I would pay 10 bucks for that pack of you're cigarettes. Right, yeah. They're 10 bucks. Can you yeah. do, you know, would you, you know, or do I now have to pay you for the service of stopping and picking them up as well? We can negotiate that later. We're good friends. I probably wouldn't charge you for the service. Okay. I, well, I would not charge you the transaction fee. To convert the ten bucks into a pack of smokes, and the okay. thing that would keep happening is that when you're using honest currency, since technology does keep going forward, the prices go down. So yeah, you end up with sixty-five cents. But who gives a shit about sixty-five cents? He's happy to remove the ten bucks that you owe him, and you're richer. And he's paid back. He's got the smokes he wants. Again, it's, it's a time preference thing. Well, that's the thing. Everything would be getting cheaper and cheaper because it would require less and less human labor and attention to do it. Right. And 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 again, so I just bought this like fancy new phone, right? The the price of phones, older models go down over time. Yep. This will get cheaper over time. But I needed a fucking phone. Right. My old phone wasn't handling it anymore. Yeah. So I bought a new phone. You don't want to right. get another one after this one in like a short period of time. Not either, in a short right? period so, of time. Yeah. So I'm going to hang on to this one for a while. Like right. my, my time preference for that was high at the moment and is now very low. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yes, things get cheaper over time, but you still well, have to uh, buy it today. Just, uh, uh, if you wouldn't mind humoring me, uh, I prefer the terms uh, short-term and long-term. Okay. Just it, it's like high time preference is kind of a, a weird concept. In the short term, I needed a phone. Right. In the long term, I no longer need a phone. Right. You were focused on the short term, so now you're turning that uh, large short-term investment into a long-term investment. Sure. And if I, but if I was a smoker, right, I'm short-term all the time because I need my pack of smokes to get me through the day. That's true. So I don't. Whatever the price was this morning, it's going to be this afternoon when I go to buy another pack of cigarettes, yeah. and I'm not going to pay a transaction fee, right? Right, and lose money on right. sh- on sh- in the short term. Mm-hmm. In but- the long term, if I can hold my crypto and the value goes up and the price goes down, right? then it makes sense. But short term, it doesn't make sense because the transaction fee is a lose for somebody in the transaction yeah. where hard money, dollars, you know, for what it's worth now, right? we're not at hyperinflation yet. We can, right, yeah. we can have this conversation if we're talking about Venezuela. And even those people, right? They, they don't go to work because they go stand in line at the store because the short term value of that money is going to change. Mm-hmm. And it fucks up everything, but we are not there yet. And if you and I don't think people are going to get converted over to Bitcoin in the time that it's going to take to get there. Well, so that's the thing that causes a whole bunch of people to get converted. Fine. And my point is that they're not going to convert because they believe in the technology. Mm. They're going to just follow what everyone else right, is doing. They're going to have to convert like, out right. of necessity, right? right? Something right. like, and that's, it's sad that we have to think about it that way, that like human beings can't adapt to this new technology fast enough. So therefore a catastrophe or a disaster, if you will, uh, mm. will have to happen. 
Uh, yeah, that's mine. It's my okay. portmanteau. Disastrophe. I like it. What uh, has to happen in order for mass adoption to occur. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a disastrophe, right? It could just be something. One of the large banks collapses and shut down all their ATMs, right? All of a sudden, none of your payment systems work, right? You, you got to start bartering and trading with people using some unit of measure, right? Well, yep, crypto exists. Download a wallet, bam, 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 right? Whatever cash you got left over, right? Sell it to somebody else and, you know, off takes the market and, and you go and people adapt out of necessity, so I read a book a long, long time ago. It's probably the last book I read. That's not true. Uh, but it was written in the 30s. It's, I think it's free on the Mises website uh, by Garrett Garrett. And the t- <laughs> that's his name. Wow. Uh, but the book is called Harangue. Okay. And the only thing I recall from the book specifically was a, a thread of the story mm-hmm. right, but, about like bank collapses. But everyone was in debt. So even when the bank collapsed... There can't be a run on the bank because what are you going to do? Run to the bank to pay back your loan, right? No one, everyone being in debt means that they can collapse the banks and there's no run because you don't really have money in the bank. You have an IOU to the bank for what they have already loaned you. It's not even really yours for the vast majority of people. And that's basically what having real competition against the fiat system is doing to it. Like all of a sudden, out of nowhere... Twice as many loans are getting paid off, and then twice as many as that. So while their entire system has been like, yes, here's how much debt we can get them to accept. Oh, shit. All of the debt's getting paid off. Who's paying off all this debt? Well, that's the thing. When you have actual currency, hard currency, that is just, uh, that is in fact much, much easier to send than the traditional network, the legacy system. It starts pulling value out of it like a motherfucker. You're saying the I, crypto bros are paying off their normal bank loans, and that's what's that's what's collapsing the bank system. Oh, I don't know. I'm saying that the people that they're tipping are. Go on. So, as more and more wealth moves out of that system then they're just around a bunch of other people that suddenly have the money to pay off their student loans. Well, I've I've heard this analogy of Bitcoin crypto sort of vacuuming up uh, the established monetary systems, right? And uh, at first I thought that that just meant how fast it's going to start selling, right? That it's going to vacuum, you know, all this money is going to come into it. So... Uh, but I think it's bigger than that, and I'm having a hard time understanding like how it's bigger than that concept. There's more to it than that, right? That's where it starts. Okay. I don't think the market cap of Bitcoin or the amount of Bitcoin investments or the adoption rate at this point in time well, is what's destroying the banking system. Oh, no, that's that's States. exactly what it is. So he, Okay, number one, they are no longer capable of setting things at their own timing they just put in 275 million billion dollars yes this is the period of time where everything goes wobbly 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 but stays within its certain range okay and then after the happening and a while after the happening then everything pops off and then they're allowed to do quantitative easing which is what their entire system is built to so do. So they'll go from thirty-three trillion in debt to forty trillion in debt, and the number is still too enormous for anybody to yep. really conceptualize. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And then, 
after that moons and pops off and does the explosive top like it always does when everyone overvalues the thing, then they're allowed to do the economic oppression of everyone. And why does it take that many trillions of dollars? Like, I think you could have pulled that off at 10 trillion. That's already hard to conceptualize. Then they got to 20, then they got to 30, and now we're saying, well, 40's the mark. They get to $40 trillion, and this is, now they have, exa- now they have us by the balls, right? No, they're just going to, I mean, they have no choice. Well, they just the, have to keep doing the things they've been doing, and it's going, hopefully, people are paying attention, and it gets redundant enough to where they go, this is a sham. Right. This is a total sham. Oh, my God, everything those guys on Beard Talk Live were talking about that one fucking night I accidentally tuned into their fucking podcast. Well, is all fucking it's like it you know the light bulb goes off and of, you're and you're right about it the the amounts not mattering yeah. but the ratios do because their own stupid agreements have a lot of problems when your gdp to debt ratio starts mooning until they just decide that it doesn't right if they, oh no the debt to gdp ratio is skyrocketing what are we going to do well that's and the thing. nothing pass a law that says it's now okay when you do that the tiny trickle that happens to be going into cryptocurrency starts mooning that price. Okay, but it's mooning the price in an inflated at the inflated rate. Right, and then everyone goes ah and overbids. Okay, and then it moons even higher. So those holding crypto are going to make out like a bandit. Yes. So buy crypto. Yeah. That's still the, the that's still what we said earlier. It's kind of a. Recurring theme here for us on on Beard Talk Live. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. These, well, that's uh, not financial advice. Just these an opinion. Are, these are the the I'm collecting years. I get it. That's what I said. I'm 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 in the acquisition stage. I don't. I spend dollars and I spend it on crypto when I can. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so I mean, I really don't like spending crypto, but um, moving any USD that I get into crypto and then spending crypto later on. Uh, has averaged out to be a net positive for me. That yeah. is to say, uh, I got way more value uh, doing things that way than it cost right. me in transaction fees and fucking all that bullshit that goes along with it. Um, so there's something to it. Also, I kind of, I, I used to be what they call an early adopter of stuff. No, you still and are. And like, I mean, I am for my age group, right? But not for, you know, a generation or two behind me. Um so crypto still it's infancy man you're still an early adopter and 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 like but like i'm still like i've been in it for a while if you were right? smart enough like, to avoid nft is more power to you I, I i think i was stupid enough right i i read all about it and i'm like man i gotta jump into that and i think i just never had like a paycheck at the right time okay you know what i mean where i'm like oh yeah i'm gonna jump into it now you know and so i never did and by the time i didn't it was already over and i'm like oh yeah fuck that was quick well, I guess I didn't miss much. So again, here, here's I think NFTs have some utility. Like they're going to get there's people are going to plug them into other systems so and they're going to do NFTs, stuff. NFTs, uh, weirdly right. enough, uh, only end up gaining their value when they are connected to violence. Uh, n- no, I don't think so. I think NFTs well, no, no. can serve so, as a uh, like a certificate of authentication. Right, exactly. When they serve as a, uh, a certificate of authentication or a deed or whatever you want to call it, it's uh, proof of property. Mm-hmm. But proofs of property are only valuable as they're connected to violence. Because you got to defend the property. Right. Oh, well, okay, sure. Exactly. You have to have the capacity for violence right. in order for a deed to have value. 
and that's when NFTs will matter. Don't you just have to have a respect for property? Or violence. That's that's my whole premise. Like, I mean, right? it's it's either agreed or you fight. You come to an agreement or you fight. Like those those are the two outcomes for okay. all conflict. All right. Yeah. Well, let's do more. I, I let's do more of the agree. agreeing. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Let's. But you know. So back to the the inflationary aspect of it. Yeah. Right. We're like okay. No. No. Oh, oh, hold on for for just a second. Sure. To say that one is the underlying, I think, is inaccurate. They're just, that's the North and South Pole. Those are the outcomes. To say that one is underlying or the other is underlying is false. That's just how it is. Those are the choice. That's the decision. Yeah, but if you don't get to one, you automatically go to the other. Correct. And one is preferable. Correct. Yeah. Correct. If both of us choose not to fight each other, then we start talking. Yeah. But if we can't get past the talking, we're Then we fight. start fighting. Right. And so the, the the devolution right of the of the conflict resolution is there's no conflict we just agree there's a conflict we resolve it nonviolently there's a conflict we resolve it violently yeah. like it's at the bottom it's the base level and there is no base level because underneath that is also peace and underneath that no peace is, is on top no no that's the thing it just it keeps going so for example let's say that you and I decide to duke something out. Yep. And at some point, let's just say that we're we're evenly matched. A voluntary and consensual yeah. interaction. Only a voluntary, consensual, we, we box out, we figure out a queen, uh, queen England rules, whatever the fuck. Oh we, my goodness. All right. British rounds? Uh, all right, let's do it. Whatever, whatever. Let's say at some point we're kind of exhausted. Okay. We might just start talking again. Maybe. Yeah. We could. We could. But it, So here's the other thing with that violent aspect of it as it relates to the government, right? It is, it is my general opinion. Feel free to disagree. Feel free to correct me. Don't give a fuck, right? It's my general opinion that those with the might have no reason to negotiate unless they are threatened by some other might, mm. right? The, the reason you can't negotiate with the government is because they don't have to. You go like, well, you do it our way or we blast you, right? And you got two choices. You could do it their way or get blasted. And the only way to overcome that, right, is to gather enough forces to collectivize your resources and say, like, no, no, no. If you try to blast me, we are going to defend it against you. I I understand what you're saying. And uh, your logic is sound. You say this. I, I want to say that I prefer... And I think what will actually happen is because cryptocurrency is what it is, it's going to force everybody to have more, uh, I'm just going to say, honest transactions. Amongst comes, themselves. Amongst themselves. The state won't matter. The right. state won't care. Right. Like, like cryptocurrency will just sort of force anybody who's using it to have the most honest transactions, and it's an irrefutable uh, record, right? Give uh, us if your 24-word you want... seed phrase or we shoot you. Well, and your family. They're, they're shooting me. And, they, they're fine. They're shooting well, you. There's the uh, violence, right? So, they don't care. And that's one fun part about the technology is that you also get rewarded as a people for having stubborn sons of bitches. Yeah. I'm a stubborn yeah. sons of bitch. Yeah. And like, 
if I get to reward everyone who's using this technology by just giving you the middle finger, like I think adoption will ultimately lead to it's not just the middle finger, to though, more death. honest, well, right. ethical, is, moral it's, transactions it's, uh, amongst everyone. Finger. So much so, and because it's so efficient, like no one's going to be able to invent a record keeping system, a, an official registrar uh, that's better than the blockchain right now. It's just not going to happen. So everyone who does any sort of official registrar governments, right, they have to adopt the blockchain in some way in their daily lives. Sure. So uh, it is going to, and then it's going to make all of those internal transactions a little more honest and ethical. Right. And in turn, eventually it makes all transactions between individuals a little bit more honest and ethical than they currently are because it's decentralized. Yeah. And by 2060, then we have peace. Right. All right. That's the idea. And I'll probably be dead. Well, 40 years from now, we'll get there. Right. Maybe. I don't know. So I don't know, but like this is an organic change. And and that's an estimate, right? But it being an organic change, we're going to see the dawning of that yeah well an organic change insofar as the vast majority of people still won't know still won't care and they will go along to get along because that's the next thing right when when the, when venezuela changes from like the boulevard to the gold boulevard whatever the fuck they did with that thing before yeah right and people go like well i gotta trade in these for those people just went in and traded well, them in. Venezuela well, is kind of electing the first libertarian president, right? Well, no, they 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 might not be, but uh, let's uh, let's put a, a thumbtack in that one and let's do this. Uh, oh Lord, Beard Talk Live. Who the fuck is this? That's the real fucking McCoy. Yeah, hey, the real fucking McCoy. How do we you know just you're the ordered the real McCoy? Yeah, how do we know you're I the real someone else? The real fucking <laughs> McCoy. Do you have a certificate of authentication that you can present us with? Where's your oh. NFT? I need non-fungible tokens. There, you papas. Irapapira. I forgot what I said last time about that. I forget ah. what you said the last time. Yes, sir. Here's my papers. There. Uh, so, anyways, uh, there's some weird fucking uh, synchronicities going on between not just you guys talking about crypto, but also the alternative uh, podcast that goes on in the background while on hold. Oh, no shit. Right. So, both of you guys are talking about, or both shows are talking about crypto and i was like tends to happen yeah man it's an interesting convergence is it i mean that's hardly a revelation it is important cryptocurrency is like you know how like before television all of a sudden television was a thing people like holy fuck have you seen this thing called television like yeah well it was only black and then oh this one's in color yeah you're right uh, as technology progressed right and now we got HD TV, all that shit, right? But I'm, like, there was a time, and like that was an amazing uh, humanity-changing technology, right? Moving pictures in your living room. I'm convinced that if Thomas Jefferson had HD TV, we'd all be speaking English. Oh, why? Because there wouldn't be a revolution. Oh God! But the joke is that we'd all be speaking English. I missed the joke. Okay, McCoy. Damn. <laughs> Damn it, Richie. <laughs> you bastard. All right. Anyway, what, what was I saying? Anything important? McCoy. McCoy. Let McCoy speak. Yeah, All uh, right. I'm here. No. Go for it. Uh, now, there's not, not too much I wanted to bring up, but um, now. Uh, well, you're on the spot now. You called in. You got to yeah, bring up something. So, Jesus. Well, uh, Make some shit up. Fuck. Okay. Something I wanted to talk about. 
Oh, wait, you were t- trying to tell us that we were talking about crypto a bunch or too much or something. Well, that the, uh, the whole no, no, music no, 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 was no, talking no, no, about no. crypto. No, I'm saying like the, the uh, there's a, it was just a synchronicity. Like there was just a, an occurrence of both of what you guys were talking about and what the show when I'm put on hold, was talking about. Who the fuck were those and guys? Why aren't I they on this show? The show? Well, it's probably... I don't know. No, it's probably Free Talk Live from earlier tonight. Oh, okay. So, uh, were we talking about crypto and Free Talk know. Live earlier? It didn't sound like one of your guys' regular co-hosts, so I don't know. Uh, uh, whatever. And edge. Probably part of the FTO network. Yeah, maybe. There are some of those around. So, And what's uh, up with that? Anyways. I'm a libertarian podcaster. I wasn't asked to produce any content. For the Free Talk Live Network, bastards. I think you're in the rotation on the. I'm in the rotation, though, but right? yeah, but I didn't, okay. you know, for the for the for the Free Talk Live fill. Yeah, but you're also on the show. Yeah, okay. Is that how it works? I mean, so I is Mark. I, I don't, Jesus, I don't know. Right. Yeah, but I mean, is he? He uh, does well. Okay, the, he is now. No one's no one's gonna tell Mark he can't have. All right, all right, fine. Continue, on. McCoy. So yeah, uh, I just feel Thor slighted to get that off my chest. <laughs> Have you guys been uh, watching that, using it, doing whatever? Say the first part again, because we were being assholes. Uh, Thor Chain, Thor Swap. No. I I know of it. Um, uh, Supposedly, Edge Wallet has integrated it. Uh, So if you're a user of the Edge Wallet, supposedly it's there. Um, That's about the extent of it. Um, I decentralized exchanges are the only solution i think to what government is doing uh to cryptocurrency apparently not for thorchain or thorswap give me the news um so uh i guess today um they have a uh so i'm part of a three-part discord server thing they got going on one's for developers one's for uh thorswap on the desktop One's for Thor Wallet, and that's on the mobile phone. Yep. Why they have that that thing going on, I don't know. I don't understand why it's all separated that way. But it is. Um, today, I guess they paused um, uh, swaps and transactions. Oh, yeah, for, that did and pass put it by into my maintenance face. mode. Why? Ouch. So the rumor, as far as I know, from some Twitter... Uh, Reliable oh, source. Flash. <laughs> yes. But also from a YouTube uh, channel I was watching called Crypto Lush mm-hmm. um, reported that uh, had something to do with, uh, oh, going back to uh, criminal actors doing money, quote unquote, money laundering. Mm-hmm. And all those money launderers need to go. Somehow to they're working years. with law enforcement, and I don't know the full extent of that. So there's a rumor that somehow law enforcement is involved with Thorchain, and that's why they've pit pause? Yeah, that's the extent of uh, what I've heard so far. Would this be like, what, developers? Isn't Thorchain a you know decentralized organization? That's what I thought, too. Uh, and well, I just Someone like, still well, has to work on it. It doesn't really it. go into oh, detail okay. who are the main, or like who the developers are, because my understanding is... is if all, if not most of them, are anonymous. Has anybody, you know, from the organization, you know, n- made a, a statement about what happened? Uh, not that I know. If you would have to, like I said, it, the only information there that ever pops up is mm. from like uh, X. 
dot com, whatever, Twitter, X, whatever. Call it Twitter. Going on with that. Be an old guy. I'm always going to call yeah. it what I used to call it. You heard it here, folks, on Beard Talk Live, our crack reporting team. That's you, McCoy. Mm-hmm. Reporting Thorchain, pausing. I'm the lazy Bitcoin maximalist. Mm-hmm. So I don't pay attention to like what is, Okay, what does that mean to you to be a Bitcoin maximalist? Because like some people act like you think that Bitcoin is the only cryptocurrency and all the others will die. Is that true? Is that no. A, no. I okay. just my when I acquire cryptocurrency, yeah. it is Bitcoin. Oh, I see. Okay. And so so I have I have a small holdings of Bitcoin Cash and Dash. Yeah that I have acquired through my services to Free Talk Live. Okay. I have not converted that to Bitcoin because I am lazy. I see. I don't want to go through the process. <laughs> so I just leave no, that it is, where that is actually uh, uh, that is an incredibly savvy strategy. Okay. Like but I, if you get paid in some decent project coin, it's probably just not worth converting unless you hear otherwise. And even if I heard otherwise, I'm too lazy to do it. So well, I'm not good. So all any okay. crypto that comes up, right? Like, oh my, did you read the white paper? No, I don't give a fuck. You know, likelihood is it's a pump and dump. And if it's not, like, okay, fine. Either I'm gonna find a way to get paid in that because yeah. whatever, or it just it'll be one that I miss the boat on. Yeah. And I'm okay missing the boat because the amount of time and effort it would take me to like research all the nonsense. Yeah. Like um, I've like got better all- things to do. We've all missed the boat on 10,000 coins. Yeah. Right. It's okay. Right, yeah. But I, I play yeah. video games, and I get laid, and I have no desire to read white papers. Right. Okay. Better use of That's my fair. time. Yeah. That's fair. As so, far as you guys don't, aren't like really into Thorchain, especially after Ian was talking about it. I mean. And, it's, uh, and then the fork, uh, Maya fork. Mm-hmm. The Maya protocol. Yes, which I don't haven't came across that yet or researched it, so I don't really know. I'm much sure about that it. you know as much as I do about that. Yeah. Fair so enough. and again, here's what uh, we, here's what we know about all cryptos and Bitcoin, right? Is it's it's at the discretion of the developers, for sure, right? But uh-huh. any technology that gets introduced that becomes superior mm-hmm. can be copied. So if something goes like, wow, this thing is really taking off, and it's like doing what Bitcoin wishes it could, right. uh, Bitcoin could probably just do it. Right. You just copy the code, go just copy the code integrate it, change integrate a couple it. of things, and bam. Right. There right. is one exception, and the problem is that uh, I know about this too early. Uh, so privacy is something that you can't, like, you can integrate privacy on a different level of Bitcoin. Sure. But you will still always have that non-privacy at the root. And there will always be a market, and who's to say how much of the market, that wants privacy at the very bottom layer. Sure. So that is one thing that it cannot integrate because that's its identity. Okay. But But that's not going to be important until after being able to spend uh, distributed blockchain currencies is important. So privacy for me when it comes to Bitcoin is not acquiring it through any mechanism that requires KYC. Mm. Right. And and because I'm still in, in the acquisition phase, whatever wallet that I have access to, right, there's like a, less than a handful of people who know that that's my wallet. Mm-hmm. And it's trusted group of people because those are the only ones I trade with 
to fill it. Mm. And unless they're blabbing, which I hope they're not, <laughs> right? It's always going to it's that's as far as it goes. Yeah. Like the federal government has no idea that that particular one is me and because I trade USD for crypto and that's and that's the safe way to operate a pseudonymous system. Right. But that's not scalable. Well, no, no, it's actually, not conveniently well, scalable. It, it is on an individual level though. Right? Yeah. You you can't scale that to a mass, but certain individuals that'll scale to. Well, right? and unfortunately, like what hap- what we had before for that to scale was local Bitcoin, right? Yeah. And they went and fucked it all up by having the one process that they were designed to do. They eliminated from the system. Yep. Face to face transactions. That's what we're here for. Right. Local Bitcoin. You find someone local. It's actually in the name. It's in the name. You find someone local, you trade whatever for Bitcoin, yep. and then you go about your business. No, my absolute favorite was that they would use actual banks because, hey, no one's going to rob you in the middle of a bank. They have security. Oh, people have their meetups right. in like a bank exactly. lobby or whatever to exchange exactly. crypto. Yeah. I they canceled. just, I'll meet you on this bench. No one's going to rob <laughs> anyone here. I canceled and it's like, one. okay, here. Oh, yep. I see that on my on my distribution of the blockchain as well. Right, yeah. Here you go. Right. I canceled one because they're like, let's meet at the police station. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going anywhere near a police station, let alone to go there and fucking trade Bitcoin. You'll get that every now and again on like, uh, like a Craigslist, right? Yeah. Like, ah, uh, yeah, I totally got it, but uh, we're going to meet at the police station because yeah, no, they're all you. super paranoid about yeah. like, you know, yeah. But, the, but that, it was there. Like, that was the thing. Face-to-face, right. you know, you either know the person, you don't know the person. I never asked for ID. They didn't ever ask for my ID, right? Perfectly, you know, as anonymous as you're going to get, you know, and you just move it off the network. And then they went, nope, we don't want to do that anymore. We want local Bitcoins to take place, like, over PayPal, wire mm. transfers, gift card transactions, right. and everything except that it was designed more for. more on-ramps or whatever. Oh. Yeah. And Which is fine, but don't eliminate the, the, the fucking thing, right? base yeah. model. And the fact that they're, especially in this country, putting such extreme limitations in on-ramps and off-ramps is going to reward two behaviors as I see it. One, actually having people that have cryptocurrency and trade back and forth in your community. Yep. And two, having low standards for your security to trade this. Well, we see what low standards get you, even with high standards of security, right? Eight years. So be careful with whom you trade with locally, even if they're like admitting to doing, you know. Right, right. And that's the thing. Towards that's things. the secondary one. Like where this is, uh, where you have available to you a community of people who are using these currencies. Yeah. You have the advantage. And where you don't have that advantage, the risk of creating that advantage gives you an advantage. Okay. I would I would suggest that within even our local community, uh, we already know that there was a Fed with amongst us, mm-hmm. right? And the, we found out about this particular individual through discovery or what, however yeah. it was found out. Yeah. Mm. Right? It, it would behoove us to assume that there are still Feds that walk amongst us. Yeah. And so, to still be careful with so, whom you trade yeah. with within the community. Have you seen Princess Bride? Of course. Right. Fuck out of here. Right. Have fun storming the castle. The one time where I have to tip my hat to the villain of that story. 
I always think everything's a trap. That's why I'm still alive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I always think everything is a trap. It's really, I mean, it's part of why I'm still alive. I just want to say Admiral Akbar. Now, the fact of the matter is that even in our uh, uh, infiltration, we got an extraordinary amount of work out of them. Okay. And that is part of why we're still alive. All right. Just be careful. Yeah. That's all I'm yeah. Saying. And that's and that's the thing. Work your agent cuz they're working you. If you're going to trust them, they better fucking prove that they are with you by putting in a lot of labor for all of the peaceful things that we want to create. I'd almost do the opposite. If everything is a trap, I want to buy from a different person anonymously every time. Mm. I got one trade with everybody. Yeah. One trade with a thousand people that they have difficulty tracing back the all of those thousand to me. Yeah. Mm. And that's part of the incentive toward low security. Sure. I think it's possible to uh, strike yourself up a nice balance, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, like, you know, I mean, there's like, uh, there's multiple wallets you can deploy. You can have a hardware wallet where you keep like, you know, some chunk. You can have multiple hardware wallets, split it up, yep. whatever you need to do. Um, there's ways of keeping all that shit sort of offline and, you know, not really trackable. Put it in a bank safe deposit you know. box. That <laughs> seems counterintuitive, right? Or to buy take a gun your, safe. To take your hardware wallets and put it inside of a bank, right? That right. seems counterintuitive, but eh, it's your money. You do you. So here's the great part about it. You can do a little bit of everything. Yeah. You yeah. can divide this into yeah. as many wallets as you feel like, and you can hide those pieces in whatever way you like. Yeah. Scatter those pieces of information in just whatever orientation you want, and we will try all the things. Right. And, and eventually, children. all of the things that are stupid will fail. Oh, man. I just, I'm sorry. I had a, a mm, I think blockchain technology is the actual fact checker right go on uh, i think that uh it's the most efficient tool to track anything bureaucratic right whether it's in a you know uh, an office environment for a corporate enterprise or whether it's for government right anytime you have a whole bunch of record keeping and all that shit to to do right and organize and filter and put in meaningful ways the blockchain has the ability to do it and so I see eventually everything bureaucratic becoming based upon blockchain. Okay. Because it exists already. You don't have to go and invent a way to make it. It just already exists, and it's going to permeate its way into every level of bureaucracy at some point. Ah, but if it's bureaucracy that starts it, it'll be like the CBDC blockchain. Right. That will be where all the real records I don't, are kept. I don't know yeah, that yeah, yeah. what they're uh, going to do. To be fair, like bureaucracy isn't the right term. But it is, uh, it's the thing that bureaucracy is currently doing okay. and monopolizing. Sure. It's the record keeping. Yes. Yeah. Like They're the registrar, official, right? right. Marriage well, licenses, and, and, and even that deeds, word's fucked up because right, they, you know. they, 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 they seriously 1984'd our entire goddamn language. Well, like register. They like to do. Regis. Right. Like you mean a, a regent? Filbin? No, 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 a regent, a king. Yeah. You you set your record with the king. And it's like, no, motherfucker, I set my record with the peasants. 
I set my record with all the random people of the world who are paid to keep this record, whose names I will never know. Right. Because fuck the king. Whose gang is bigger, though? Right? Like, we got a piece of property. We yep. call it land. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. Or, or a bar of gold. Right? And I registered on the Bitcoin blockchain that this is richest bar of gold. Yep. Right, and some jackhole comes along and registers the same bar of gold on the CBDC blockchain and comes to claim ownership of it. I don't know that the CBDC is blockchain. What? Okay. Well, what? Whatever blockchain the government chooses, non-distributed blockchain. Sure. It's the same as literally a ledger. I don't care. I like. I don't. The terminology is not okay, important. Sure. Right. I, we've got the people's blockchain, yep. and we've got the government blockchain. And there's conflicting information about who owns this bar of gold. Mm -hmm. So he comes to claim it from me. Which is basically, the, you say it's yours. I the say government it's says it's theirs. Well, the government says what it's his. What else is new? Right. Well, the government says it's his because he registered with the government. And the, mm. So they're going to come with the guns. right? And it doesn't matter that I'm registered on the people's blockchain. They've still got the guns. And who's going to walk away with the gold? He is, because mm -hmm. I can't mount a defense individually against that gang. I need the people behind me to mount a collective defense against their gang. Mm. So let me give you a possible scenario of that. So let's say uh, there's a, a, a local blockchain of uh, goldbacks. Sure. And uh, you put into that because you actually have a safe that has some goldbacks in it. And it's part of our whole system, and I've got a safe with some gold backs, and so I've got some of this. There's there's a shop in Manchester you might right. be familiar with. They don't even I don't even need the safe. I can just register an account with them, and they will hold it for me. And if they come along and they're like, those are our pieces of gold. Yep. But those pieces of gold are on our blockchain then all of a sudden everyone who's using that has an incentive to defend its integrity. You would hope. Well, no, I, I don't hope. They have the incentive. Whether they'll act by it is free will. Yeah. And the ones that do act by it will be rewarded. Well, then the same thing for the real estate uh, example earlier. If they're going to come for everybody's, right, there's an incentive right. to defend everybody's. They do have all the guns, and that's, of course, the problem. Right, they have right. well it, again it's not about having all the guns it's the willingness to use them against innocent people right they don't have the morals right that prevents them from shooting innocents the vast majority of people that we're dealing with will not shoot against the aggressors and so they will not form well, a defense but they're not against it uh they're only against it when it's like done to them, when the oppression is done to them. They're not against it when it comes to like, you know, the state bombing foreign lands, right? That like it's it, only when it hits home. Uh, I think is nimbyism. Is, yeah, is when I think like people are like that's where I draw the line, right? Like yeah. uh, as long as it's not hitting up, well, it is hitting home, right? We see what the government's doing to people. Uh, uh, everybody's getting more poor. Uh, the dollar's worth less. Right, uh, this you know, there's so many things financially going on right now that are just like at the tipping point. Uh, you know, I don't know how I, close does it have to hit, man? Does it have to be here? That's a good question. If for, it hits Vermont, are we going to like rise up and help the Vermonters? That's a good question Mainers? for. Do we? Is the caller still here? McCoy. McCoy. Oh yeah. Oh, 
Fuck, I forgot you were there, I, man. I'm just listening. I just don't know when you guys want to. <laughs> we're not going to stop, so you keep just got to interject. Yeah, well, part well, of my job is our only live listener without watching us. Part part of my job is to part of my job is to as I talk over, is to make sure that the callers <laughs> get a, you know, a chance. How's to, that going for you? It's pretty good. <laughs> McCoy, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you guys have a good stream of uh, consciousness going on here, so that's why I don't interrupt. Well, right, but you great. Know, what you, were we saying? You called to say something, right? Well, yeah, ThorChain, and then uh, that went into blockchain and then then you guys just got onto the whole like yeah. oh, how are we going to defend our uh our gold property or whatever property right? yeah. it's an important question yeah it's like the question right if they're coming for the property are you going to defend it right if you're going to be on like my zombie survival apocalypse team or zombie apocalypse survival team yeah right you got you got to shoot a good grouping zost or zost right you got the you, zombie a- the blockchains that defend will succeed yeah but that that defense eventually leads to violence right like i'm not getting past the violence part well right if someone comes to rob you and i'm on the same blockchain as you it's in my best interest if i've got the excess resources right to help you be defended right so shoot a good grouping and be ready to take a life right in defense of your future property later I, I don't know. Like, I think it's a different answer for everyone individually as to what what, what it will take for them. Uh, I do wish, like, people collectively just even realized the power of just starting to stand up for other people here and there. Right. Yeah. You know? Like uh, the dude in the courtroom. Right. No. So, I'm not going with you. Right. So, I think that shooting a good grouping is stupid. Okay. And here's why. There's already this specialized class of people that shoot a good grouping. You'll notice because it's their boot on our neck. But those people can be bribed. And we are good at coming up with shiny shit. Okay. And some of that shiny shit gets some of us rich. So we get that boot off our neck by paying them. It would be kind of ironic. And those people that can shoot a good grouping are like, yeah, we are much more happy doing less of that. Wasn't wasn't, uh, state-based money perpetuated just for the explicit purpose of paying military, mm. right? And so wouldn't it be ironic if, uh, you know, cryptocurrency could be the uh, the shiny object that makes people set down their state-based currency? I think the warriors are tired. Give, it a, give that They've a shot next time you're pulled over. They've been holding this up forever. Hmm? Give that a shot next time you're pulled over. You know, officer, I've got some dash in my pocket. Have you well, heard about America Bitcoin? is actually the last bastion of not being able to bribe police. I know. And yet your premise is fundamentally pre- pre- premised on bribing the police or the military okay. to shoot back. However, there is a simple exponential increase in the number of police that I can bribe with the local cryptocurrency. Sure. It's at an extremely low amount now, but have you ever heard the story of the rice in the checkerboard? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Exponential increases work that way. Sure. There's like maybe one cop and he doesn't even, he's not even in New Hampshire that I can bribe with that. But then there will be two. Okay. And then four. All right. Right. We'll see. And then finally, American cops will join the rest of the police of the world in being bribed not to hurt people. Uh, here's another thing that I think... Uh, and you could probably, as a synonym, call that bribe a tax, right? 
Here, here's another thing that I think is an undervalued feature of Bitcoin, blockchain, cryptocurrency, whatever you want to call it. Um, unlike state-based currency, it can survive and will survive empires. Sure. Right. So normally when an empire collapses, so does its currency. And then, you know, know, fill the power vacuum, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Right. uh, Something else goes on. Well, for the first time in history, that doesn't have to be the case. Right. The possibility exists that one of these currencies falls and somehow everybody mass migrates, you know, in some area. One of these small countries, even a big country. Right. It exists. The possibility exists for the first time for an empire to fall and not be rebuilt. I don't I don't necessarily think uh uh cryptocurrency is outside the realm of Gresham's law. Right? Bad money pushes out good. So people- when it is forced to be spent the same. Yes. But I but merchants merchants will be the decider of that. Right. And there isn't enough force in the world to force them to spend it the same way. Okay. But the, there will likely be a dominant uh, a dominant cryptocurrency that is accepted by more merchants that will become the de, the, the de facto currency of a geographic area. Yeah. Because definitely. the vast majority of merchants will take it. Yeah. And definitely. they and they may decline to take some of these smaller currencies that oh, can be spent elsewhere. Oh, they certainly will will draw the line somewhere. Yes. I mean, Bean coin isn't worth two beans. Right. 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 You got to draw the line somewhere. Well, yes. And, and, and the current cryptocurrency that is most universally accepted in most places is, is Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yeah. So smaller merchants might take some Bitcoin cash. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you want to spend that internationally, yeah. you got to convert it to Bitcoin. And that's yeah. currently why Bitcoin is king. Correct. Segway whiplash. Um, Peakless. Yeah. How do you feel about Dave Smith being a Bordertarian? Fuck that guy. <sighs> Man, I am getting so sick and tired of having my heart broken. First it was RFK Jr., ah. now Dave Smith. Pretty okay. Soon, pretty soon it'll be Ramashwamalama. Motherfucker. Okay, so... <laughs> well... I knew Vin Armani was wrong about Dave Smith. Because Vin Armani is like, no, 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 he looks harmless now, but he's going to turn into a tyrant. And I'm like, literally impossible. And I was right. However, he did turn into a pussy. Uh, And it breaks my fucking heart. Because he really would have been exactly what we need. We need the comedian that's had to step into the role of journalist that can actually put forth at least a, a fairly decent principled stance on what is this idea. You should have just went with the clown when you had the option for Vermin Supreme. You know what? Yep. I can vote mm. for him without mm. his consent because that's how politics works. I'm just saying. Like, if, if the, nope. All right. Uh, hey, uh, McCoy, we got to let you go, man. If the libertarians wanted to compete with the shit show that was Trump versus Biden, they should have put a ringmaster up there in Vermin Supreme. All right. We only have a couple of minutes. And, but, uh, uh, I, I do think that we uh, should on, get on, on to bordertarianism at some we, point. We got to take this call. Beard Talk Next Live. Week. Who the fuck is this? Next week. Hey, this is Chad. How's it going, Beard Talk Live? Dude, what's up? 
We only got a couple of minutes. You're calling pretty late in the show, but you what's chat, on your mind? Chad. I know. Odie and I are sitting here listening. For some reason, the Odyssey stream is all fucked up today. Yep. Uh, Fucking Odyssey. <laughs> Where Did you switch over to Twitch or something? Uh, I'm on Africa TV. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever works, man. Yeah. Okay, cool. Glad you found it. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, uh, well... Uh, I know as a merchant myself, I uh, um, am going to be accepting uh, gold back and silver. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, well, Monero. You got to accept Monero. Odie wants me to take Monero and Ripple. <laughs> take take <laughs> Monero, Ripple. Fuck Ripple. Yeah, that's the consensus. Um, Monero, you're going to have to wait for a while. I, I finally no, found a don't uh, wait. Start accepting it. Yeah, Stash start it away. accepting it. But make well, sure that you don't want to spend it. Yeah. Put it in your savings. Yeah. Ripple is the most insidious of them all because it was designed to interface with the legacy banking network. Yeah. Get the fuck, fuck out of here. Yeah. Chad. I don't like any of my I don't like any of my accounting to be online. I like hand to hand Well then just, don't take cryptocurrency at all. That's I'd, well, I'd actually, yeah. Hey, uh, Chad, <laughs> thank you, thank you for it's the call, go man. Over the network, if you want uh, hand to hand, it's silver and gold. Hopefully, man. you can call us back, you know, sooner and not so close to the end of the show. Dude, you can do hand to hand cryptocurrency transactions. You just have to write them down, okay, and have a trusted network, which it turns out is necessary for all coinage in the first place. Well, if it, if it's on the network, then it's going to pass through some version of whatever the internet he's concerned about. Don't is. make me pull this show over. Well, what are you going to do? Kick me out of, no, me out I, of the studio I, and make me walk home? I could mute your mic and end the show without you. you know what? But just... I wanted to say thank you for being here and doing this Beard You're Talk welcome. Live. Thank you. Best Peak Beard list. Talk Live since episode five. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this was a song uh, that Peakless asked to be played on the way out. So we're going to do that. Thank you to all of our callers. We'll see you next time. Peace. Well, California calls me conservative, Texas calls me a hippie, my Louisiana friends all call me a yank, I'm a redneck in New York City, try to get in where I fit in, there's no shame in my game, but in every place there's one little case, it's always the same, the police are assholes, everywhere you go. From the little bitty cities to the big old towns There's an asshole on patrol The police are assholes Yeah, you know it's true If you're standing out there with a gun and a badge And you're probably an asshole too No, I ain't much of the outlaw type My arrest record's pretty clean Except for the one time I beat in a cup And it come out kinda green and I don't wake simp, never had no intent to ruin anybody's day. I get a hard time for my good time. That's why I always say the police are assholes everywhere you go. From the little bitty cities to the big old towns, there's an asshole on patrol. The police are assholes, yeah, you know it's true. Badge and you're probably an asshole.
on your face saying Old towns. There's an asshole on patrol. 